is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. As always, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best century attorneys in the business. The Advocates, where you never pay a penny to talk to the best injury attorneys in the business. And you guys have been talking about it for weeks now. The Advocates and Heroes of Hope are partnered together to provide Thanksgiving and the holiday season for those who are less fortunate. And and listen, if you're watching this show right now, you are in the 1% of the universe. Let's help those who are less fortunate than us. That is the Advocates Venmo on the screen advocates donations advocates donations on venmo send them five bucks and just put thanksgiving or five dollars you know like thanksgiving monty hero whatever you want to put to let them know that it is for thanksgiving and heroes of hope i just have so much empathy for those who are struggling right now in this world and oh the holidays are always tough for a lot of people so if you've got it in your heart and in your wallet advocates donations on Venmo. So where do we start? I mean, there's really nothing to talk about today. Nah. You know. No. Yesterday, we led the show with the question, how much trouble is Michigan really in? The cheating scandal, the Big Ten, the suspension, the court case. And then it comes out today that Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have dropped their legal battle with the Big Ten. Jim Harbaugh will be suspended for the full three games to end the year. So he will now miss uh, not only the Penn State game, but Maryland and Ohio State at the big house next weekend. It is in totality a six-game suspension being served by Jim Harbaugh, three to start the season off of the level one violations from the NCAA during the COVID dark period uh, and his dishonesty Uh, In that investigation, Harbaugh gave himself a three-game suspension. Now he has accepted another three-game suspension for a completely different scandal around sign-stealing. This is quite remarkable. And Jake, I just don't think anymore that even the most ardent Michigan fan can defend Jim Harbaugh missing half the season. There is no defense. And and today, you know, essentially admitting – uh, your your acceptance of this punishment uh, tells me everything I need to know. You were never going to that hearing on Friday. You were never going to try and fight this. All you wanted to do the whole time was be a barking dog about it. You wanted to bark at the wind. You wanted to make as much noise as possible. You wanted to be the biggest pain in the ass for Tony Petiti that he had ever seen or had to deal with. And what did we do? We played a big game of chicken, which is, hey, we're gonna we're gonna battle, you know, butt heads as hard and as fast as possible right up until that portion where we got to go into a courtroom and try to defend ourselves from something that has no defense. So to me, I I look at this and I say, yeah, the most most passionate, the most loyal uh, Michigan supporter, uh, you can go ahead and put your guns down and back off and you can start saying, yeah, you know what? We did steal signs illegally. We did send people out in advance and we are accepting the punishment from the big 10 and it's time to move on. 
That should be your positioning statement, not, hey, everybody was doing it and we did nothing wrong and we're a victim and, and you know, we're getting, you know, special treatment here because you're not getting special treatment. You're getting the exact treatment that you deserve based on your actions. And now we get to say, yeah, not only did Jim self-impose three games this year, he's now accepted another three games and he's missing half your season. Again, why are we dying on the hill for a guy who's not winning you national championships and misses half your team's games. Yeah, I think this is a real body blow uh, to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. But one of the things I think is so interesting is that there has not been a denial of this situation. And now that they have accepted this three-game suspension, is this an admission of guilt from the University of Michigan about sign-stealing? Uh, I don't know how you can look at it as anything but that. Um, I do think that obviously there was some trade going on here. The Big Ten agreed to close its sign-stealing investigation uh, because the Big Ten had left that open, which obviously exposes Michigan to further penalties, uh, depending on what, what the Big Ten had unearthed. Um, but I think it's really interesting, this, this idea that Michigan didn't admit any guilt. Michigan fan today is saying that they just wanted to put this behind them. Well, the funny part about that is the judge that was going to hear this appeal tomorrow uh, in a courtroom in Michigan is not only a Michigan University alum, not only a Michigan University Law School alum, uh, he's also a Michigan football alum, a former Michigan football player, and somebody who currently is a lecturer in addition to being a judge at Michigan, that's who is going to hear this case of Jim Harbaugh and Michigan versus the Big Ten on this on this temporary restraining order. Did you have so little confidence that an alum was going to back you? A former football player on the bench was going to back you? Did you have so little faith in your argument that you folded, you collapsed on this? It, it is, frankly, you guys, I'm shocked that Michigan folded here. I am really surprised that Michigan did not take this as far as it could go into a Michigan courtroom tomorrow and try to get this overturned because I have to think that a, a temporary restraining order with a Michigan football alum, a, a Michigan law alum, and a current lecturer at Michigan Law, I have a hard time believing that that person could be objective in this case. I truly do. And, and it's it's why I'm so surprised that Michigan at least did not go to court and lose on this. Yeah, I think that Michigan is, is is you know, again, employing the strategy of we're just going to make as much noise as possible until we actually have to start backing up our claims. That's what the strategy is, whether, you know, it was in the uh, uh, response to the initial you know, statement that was sent from the Big Ten that you were getting suspended or in any other example you want to look at. Michigan's always had this bullish approach. And and ultimately, you know, that, that only goes so far. I mean, you kind of run out of steam when, you know, a judge is going to ask you in a court of law, hey, like, what evidence do you have to back up that you're being mistreated here? That somehow the Big Ten is you know, and Tony Petiti is not, you know, actually following this thing to the letter of the law uh, and doing it by the book. And that's why they're not going to court. And I maintain that, that it, it, to me, while yes, it is surprising that you weren't committed to going to court and losing just to prove a point, 
you, it also isn't surprising that you bailed out of actually going to court and fulfilling your your obligation to Michigan supporter because yeah. I the, I just think at some point the rubber meets the road here, man. If you're going to keep saying these things, eventually you have to back them up. The, the only thing that makes sense is they did not want to talk openly in court. That's the only thing that makes sense. I'm 100% in agreement with you. I think it would have been a very difficult argument for Michigan to win uh, if they were going to go to court and argue that, hey, it's, you know, I know we've not denied it, but, uh, and, I, and I would have said, I would have said again, my argument in this case, if I were Jim Harbaugh's lawyer would have been in the, the notice of penalty from the Big Ten to Michigan, they said that they were punishing Michigan by suspending its football coach. And if I were Jim Harbaugh's lawyer, my argument would have been, don't punish my football coach or don't punish my client because your university did something or is accused of doing something. I think that's the only logical argument you could have made there because there, there really is no evidence that we've seen or heard publicly that ties Jim Harbaugh directly to Connor Stallion's scheme. Now, as those of us living in, you know, actual reality know, you don't, you don't have to know if you're the head coach. It's your responsibility to know. It is your responsibility to make sure that your staff is operating ethically and within the NCAA guidelines. And clearly, as Michigan has not denied it, I, I am of the opinion that their staff was not acting ethically. I am of the opinion Jim Harbaugh knew. I am of the opinion both his coordinators knew. I think his players knew. I don't know how you wouldn't know. And I think that the Big Ten acted very responsibly here. I think they did not go far enough in their suspension. It's a three-day suspension. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's all Jim Harbaugh got here was a three-game suspension. Three Saturdays in the month of November, I'm all in on that. I was a little surprised they fought it in the first place. I mean, frankly. isn't that the isn't that the the price of doing business in some respects? Like, hey, we're gonna go out and we're gonna uh you know execute one of the largest sign stealing operations. Uh, you know, ever seen in college athletics? Bro, and if I said to Jim Harbaugh, hey, Jimmy, here's the thing. You can you can go to the college football playoff multiple times. Uh, you'll actually win a big game because I'm going to show you how to beat Ohio State twice in a row. And yeah, but as a consequence, at the end of this thing, you're going to have to uh, miss three game days. Three Saturdays. But you can still coach during the week. You but can still prepare your team. You can't, you're going to miss those three Saturdays. He'd have said yes every time. He'd have said yes every time. And who wouldn't? That's if why I don't understand why Michigan and company went with the strategy of let's try to play hard ass, hard ball. Yes. You know, insult Tony Petiti. You know, like just go way over the top with it. When the punishment we're discussing is nothing. I, I mean, honestly, like, I agree with with the one thing I agree with Michigan supporter on is, oh, yeah, like Jim doesn't actually do a ton of coaching on game day. Is he the one that decides if you go for it on fourth and one? Yeah, but it's not like he's the offensive and defensive coordinator. Not Jim's, a play caller. Yeah, Jim's primary function is to get these game plans together, make sure the team is is tuned up and dialed in and prepared to play their next opponent. And so to me, if I'm Jim, I'm like – yeah, absolutely. If you're going to give me a three-day suspension, 
Dude, Let's I'm do it. I'm taking that all day. Let's do it. I'm taking it all day long. Wait, so I can finally beat Ohio State, and it'll be two years in a row. Um, and I can go to the college football playoff multiple years, and and potentially I can still get extended to one of the richest deals a college football coach has ever had. And that's only going to cost me three Saturdays. All right, I'm in. Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Come on in, Satan. Let's do a deal. Let's do it. Right. Like, I mean, what are we talking about? Man? He would absolutely say yes to that. And I have a hard time. I have a hard time arguing with him, frankly. Now, as right? far as the NCAA is concerned, that's a whole different conversation. Oh, that's just getting started. And I, I think a lot of Michigan fans today on Twitter, it, there was quite the extravaganza on Twitter today of Michigan fans who are like, oh, we did nothing wrong. We are innocent. We're martyrs. We're being victimized. Hey, they uh, took that three-game suspension and uh, agreed not to argue anymore. Um, um, All of a um, sudden, Michigan fan on Twitter got very quiet. I think they probably lost their internet access. They had no no idea that this happened, right? Because they're victims. And it's amazing to me. And so I just ask you, I just ask you, knowing that Jim Harbaugh is missing half your games and you're undefeated at 10 and 0 and he's missed half of those games right uh i'm just asking is jim harbaugh worth all this the the, the same question i asked you 3 weeks ago when this broke is jim harbaugh worth all this no he's not he's not worth this and if you give if you give you know the Dad, Bog, God, khaki wearing MF or that this contract extension. I think you're foolish. The khaki king, dude. I think you are. I think you are giving uh, Jim Harbaugh a, a license to continue and humiliate the University of Michigan, who deserves far better. That's the one thing that I don't think anybody can get away from, no matter which side of the fence you're on. The, the public humiliation that the institution goes through to support this football program is incredible. If this had happened in like the knitting program, the whole program would have been shut down. Can you imagine if if uh if a test stealing operation had happened in the law in the law school? Imagine if imagine if Michigan discovered a full on Mike Ross from Suits taking tests for people and raking in thousands of dollars a day doing it. What then would we be saying? Can you imagine if your university, I don't know, had lost $240 million? Then what? Oh, wait, that happened in Arizona. No, um, bad example. My um, point is. But they weren't suspended. No. Why should we be suspended? I, I I just think it's really convenient now that you're like, oh, yeah, we just took the suspension to put this to bed. No, you didn't. Because this is far from over. If you had anything to stand on. You'd have gone into that courtroom wearing your Captain America suit with your shield, and you would have fought this thing to the death. Because remember, it's a shame uh, that, you know, the khaki king is not going to be on the sidelines for the 1,000th win in Michigan football history. Shame. Right? Like, it's uh, it's just a, it's an injustice. It's a real shame to take this away from Jim. Perpetrated against our program. Yeah, you took it away from yourself. And that's the point that I can't get away from. This is all self-inflicted. This is all self-inflicted. It, it is, uh, I, I don't curious. know how else you would spin it. I, I'm curious if if Michigan fan, like what what's the next positioning statement for when the NCEA stuff comes down. Because the positioning statement was, oh, everyone's doing it. 
right? Everybody and their mom who supports Michigan was like, everyone's stealing signs. We're being victimized. So then when we get clarity on the FBI's investigation and when we get clarity on what exactly the specifics are of the U.S. integrity portion of the investigation, when we get clarity on what exactly, you know, the punishment being considered by the NCAA is, what then will be the positioning statement? Because that time is coming and we're already getting tweets from, you know, the low level uh, reporting accounts saying, you know, Jim Harbaugh is expected, quote unquote, to draw interest from the NFL. So you can see where the yellow brick road leads here. No, the yellow brick road leads to Michigan going to the SEC, right? Because mm. they're gonna they're bailing see, on the, another the good Big question. Ten now. Another good question, dude. What happened to all that tough guy? Where's the U-Haul at, man? Right? Like where where is the Michigan leaving the Big Ten talk? Oh, that's right. You you lost. Yeah, so I'm there's not talking like, about that. And that's the biggest issue here. I don't think anybody, historically, anyways, doesn't respect Michigan football until right now. Before this cheating scandal, even with the level one violation that Michigan fan says never happened, and even even with the the COVID dark period, all of that stuff, even with this FBI investigation. Nah, it's Michigan football. They, you know what? They're, they'll get past it. This cheating thing, I think, has completely flipped that script. I think this has been so incredibly damaging to the integrity and the reputation of Michigan University. It, it's that you as a, as, a, as a leading institution in the legal community are defending somebody who is a three-time cheat is remarkable to me. I don't because break the rules. not only is this sign stealing thing a big deal, not only are the level one violations and the recruiting scandal back in the COVID period a big deal, your offensive coordinator and your football program are under FBI investigation. This guy's a three-time cheat. In my opinion, this is an absolute blight on the face of Michigan. And I, as some, again, I think Michigan's one of the finest law schools in the country. Absolutely. I, I don't yes. think anybody even questions that that one of the finest law schools in the country is endorsing unethical and illegal behavior is amazing to me. Yeah, I think amazing. I also think the Big Ten and the big picture has got to consider some of that too because, again, if you look at this thing from the Big Ten's perspective, you've got, you know, you've got the Northwestern stuff, the Michigan State stuff, the Michigan stuff. Like, how many more, how many more things are we going to add to the Big Ten ledger here? The Big Ten is dealing with storm after storm right now, and Tony Petiti's only been here for less than half his cup of coffee at this point. I mean, the guy's not even been on the job for what even a year yet. Has it been more than a year that he's had the commissioner's seat? Like, no. Like this guy is this guy has had to come in here with his fire hose and having to you know put put all this stuff out. And so that's why I say. Just keep in mind, the Mel Tucker stuff has been absolutely positively muted by this Michigan sign-stealing, you know, thing. And that, to me, is the biggest indictment of it all. Because we're not, we've graduated from Fitzgerald at Northwestern. Yeah. We graduated from Mel Tucker. We're on the Jim Harbaugh, America's team, Michigan. Like, that's what stands out to me is that it just keeps going in the Big Ten the conference that's raking in $100 million, 
right? A school. Like, dude, this is the conference that's making bread hand over fist and has all the problems in college football. The SEC doesn't have these problems. The ACC's problems in terms of expansion were put to bed. You know, the we're, we're going to get to this Pac-2 stuff here in a minute, but that's kind of running its course now. Like, the Big Ten is the is the in the spotlight. And I don't know when you fix that or how you no. fix that. That's what's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how you I, I don't know where Michigan goes from here. I think it's a blight. I would love to get your comments on it. Um I I, I am curious, like how much damage do you think this does to Michigan? I think in the short term, it's no damage at all. I think they're gonna beat Maryland. I think they're gonna beat Ohio State. I think they're going to probably lose in the Big Ten championship game, and I think they're going to go on to the college football playoff. That'd be my guess. Um, I don't think they're national championship good. I don't think they're Bama or Georgia good. Um, but I think when you look at, are they Florida State good? They certainly are. Are they Washington good? Yeah, I think they probably are. Um, but I think you run into the Oregons, the Georgias, the Bamas. I don't think they're that good. But I think Michigan has a chance to go to the college football playoff here when Jim Harbaugh be back in khakis on the sideline for the University of Michigan. And I think it is, I think it is incredibly, incredibly damaging to the University of Michigan that this clown is, is going to remain as their head coach after what is one of the largest cheating scandals in the history of the of the NCAA. And, and I see everybody, there's there's five, six people I saw mentioning Bobby Bowden. Um, because, of, you know, like Bobby Bowden, who should be the all-time winningest coach at this point, lost, what what was it, 12 wins over an academic scandal. Um, you know, the late Bobby Bowden, don't forget, he died during COVID. And uh, I, I don't think this even touches it, it. I don't think it's close to that. I think this is far beyond anything that happened at Florida State with Bobby Bowden. I think this is this Penn State. No, that's the worst scandal I've ever seen. But Jim Harbaugh should not be the head coach at a prestigious university like Michigan. I just don't think he should. Like, I mean, his coordinators, you know, that one of one of them works for his brother in Baltimore now has a one year show cause notice. What does Jim Harbaugh get after this is over? And 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 again, I'm just sitting there asking, where's the where's the contract extension? Where's this? Hey, we're going to make Jim Harbaugh one of the highest paid coaches in the history of college football. Where's the contract extension? Is there clarity from Jim to the school about what he intends to do after the after the season's over? Because I think that conversation, while obviously extremely private uh, in nature, is one that a lot of people wonder about. Because if Jim is saying things like, yeah, you know, I think it'd be best for me to leave the program after the season, or, you know, he just fully intends to move on, then, yeah, you're obviously not even going to offer that contract. But if Jim is still in the stance, and I can't really tell. I'll be honest with you guys. I can't really tell where Jim himself is on all of this because I, I as I've rewatched all the media bits and all the comments and all that, like, like to me, part of it is him joking with the media and just trolling because he's an asshole about it. And part of it is, he doesn't, he's not good at talking to the media. He's not, not at all. He's not some savant at like wordplay. He doesn't know. He's not efficient at like. And he's always been awkward. Yeah. He's honestly. always had that awkward sort of energy, the weird pauses. So like 
Is Jim in a place where he's like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Let's just go back to the league. And even if I can just get five years out of the NFL, okay, cool. And then I'll ride off into the sunset, let's say. Or is the play to stay firm on this and get your contract extension from Michigan that's loaded without clauses for the school? What's going to happen here is I think – I think they have a really good chance to beat Ohio State because it's it's at Michigan. Although I think Ohio State's phenomenal. We've talked about this. I think they're going to win the Big Ten Championship, and I think they're going to go to the college football playoff. I mean, it, it, it. I don't even, at this point, wouldn't it be, I want to say Iowa, right, out of the West? I mean, Michigan's going to boat race whoever they play in the championship game. Absolutely. Right, come on. Right, you're going to the college football playoff. And then what, you're just going to ride off into the sunset? I think he will. And I think he is going to get a massive show cause notice. And I think he's going to wind up taking a year off from coaching and then he'll end up probably back in the NFL because time heals all wounds. And I think we've seen this with a number of basketball coaches. And I just don't think the fact that Bobby Petrino has a job should not surprise anybody. The fact that Rick Petino has a job should not surprise anybody. <coughs> I, it's just, it just is what it is, man. And I think Jim Harbaugh will, will collect all of his spoils from winning, winning what he's like. And I would think that he is like, likely he's not even a stretch. Jim Harbaugh is likely to win the big 10 championship. Absolutely. He is likely to go to the college football playoff. He is likely to to be paid an exorbitant amount of money to do that. Well, at this point, if you're like, if you're Michigan, and you're, you know, looking at your your path here. Obviously, you still expect to go to the college football playoff, but I think we're getting to a point where now, if you're ESPN, it, you're almost encouraged to to want them in the college football playoff. The the college football playoff committee has made it very clear that they don't they don't give a damn about disciplining Michigan. Nah. It's not their responsibility. So I've always maintained the playoff committee's you know job is to produce the best matchups and appease the TV partners. Is putting Michigan in the college football playoff not the exact thing that every college football fan wants to see? Even win or lose at this point. Because if you lose, it's like, yeah, here's the bird. You guys can't cheat anymore. You no, oh, I think college football fans want Ohio State to go to the big house and win. That's what I think. I think Well, that would be justice. It would be an incredible, incredible irony I don't even know what you would say if Jim Harbaugh has got to wind up coaching in the Joe Blow Dick Me Beef Jerky Bowl um <laughs> it would be amazing <clears throat> and if they lose to Ohio State my question would be is Jim Harbaugh coaches last game at Michigan because again I I would remind you we're far from over with this the NCAA it, it has yards to go on this I look at the Blake Corum Connor Stallions oh my god he defrauded me and my lawyer's on it thing. I think we're far from done with that. Like, I think there's the, the damage that Michigan continues to allow Jim Harbaugh to do to this program is remarkable. It's remar- remarkable. It is. And the damage that you do to your performance on a day-in, day-out basis by not getting to buckedup.com, the, the official energy drink of the Monty Show, and not getting yourself some buckshot, it is still 50% off. They did restock. So all their flavors might still be available. Do you know what Buckshot is? Buckshot is an energy shot. And you might say, well, I already take energy drinks, bro. It's different. 
This is 200 milligrams of naturally sourced caffeine with a bunch of brain food in a bottle. You drink it and you get a natural lift. And the best part about it is there's no crash. There's no spike. You just feel more clear. You have more energy so you can get that workout done. So you can get through that, that you know, pivot table and Excel spreadsheet, the conference call, the drive home. You got to do homework with the kids. You're just struggling. You don't feel great. You have a headache. Totally get it. Pop a buckshot and have a better day. In fact, the best part about buckshot, when you integrate it into your daily routine, every day is your best day. Thanks to our friends at Bucked Up. Cheers to you. Every day on the show. I love it at this time. You guys, in the description below, there's a link to get six free buckshots. And right now, they're 15 bucks for a box. At buckedup.com, when you um, get there and you shop their early Black Friday sales, Sports50 uh, is your promo code, Sports50. Hook it up, buckedup.com. Let's get all of your comments in. Uh, coming up in 15 minutes, uh, let's switch gears and talk about the uh, Pac-12. Boy, devastating day for Oregon State and Washington State. That's coming up in 15 minutes. Ryan Willie for $5. Harbaugh and Michigan were scared that they were going to lose. They didn't want all the evidence to get out, I, I, which could be. But, I mean, you, you your guy is on the bench. Like the judge, and if you're just tuning in, the judge in the Michigan case, the temporary restraining order hearing tomorrow, the judge is a Michigan grad, a Michigan law grad, a football player at Michigan. He, he was a football player, and he currently is a lecturer at Michigan law. That guy was going to hear the temporary restraining order case for Michigan football. And Ryan, you might be damn right. How on earth did you think you were going to lose that case? Oh, that's right. The evidence is not in your favor. You have to at least have something to argue with for your boy to grant it. Yeah, I don't even know you what. Have nothing. I truly don't. I, again, I told you I would make an argument, um, and I I don't know that it would win. Uh, I don't. Ryan Willie also gives us twenty dollars. I'm curious how the Michigan talking heads will respond on college game day and big noon kickoff. NCAA will bring the hammer down, hammer down. Sorry, Pat. On Michigan, Harbaugh is too exotic to be hired anywhere. Or too toxic. I said exotic. Harbaugh is too toxic to be hired anywhere in college football. And you're going to, he basically is going to have what's called a show cause order, which means, hey, um, Texas A&M, you want to hire Jim Harbaugh? You're going to have to show us how he's the best alternative for you. And if you hire him, you're going to take a 10 uh, scholarship reduction. That's what a show cause order is. In and other words, nobody's hiring Jim Harbaugh. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Shout out to Aaron Wilson. He gifted a Monty Show membership. Uh, then there's Joseph Harper, a new member on the show. Let's go, baby. Let's see. Joseph Harper, uh, he upgraded to members-only content. Let's go. Make sure, Joseph Harper, make sure that you DM Jake, SLC Jake, SLC Jake on Instagram or Twitter. Do it on Instagram because he'll uh, enter you into our members-only Instagram chat. Oh, by the way, I think we all know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, we're talking about uh, this, um, this situation. <laughs> Right. 
in that group today. There's no doubt about that. We talked about the Pac-10 in there, like all this stuff. We talked about Draymond Green's rear naked choke technique. Yeah, seriously. Absolutely. Uh, we talked about that. Let's see. Uh, man, we have just got a million and one comments today. Uh, Mike Smith says, break out the buck shots. Exactly right. Hey, Mike. Exactly right, Mike yeah. Smith. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, Mike Smith, who is a West Virginia guy, I affectionately refer to Mike Smith as Mountain Mama. You know. Yeah, of course. Mountain Mama, <coughs> take me home. <coughs> Tanner Plummer, uh, when they play Ohio State, 99% of college football fans will be Buckeye fans that day. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Brad Smith, how are you? Minter and Moore will probably get a show cause as well. They will, the coordinators. They, I think there is there is no doubt about that. How do you not? I, I, you have to. Axe Kaz says, Pack 2 News, Washington Supreme Court. Wow, really? Are you sure? Are, are you sure that really happened to um, who, who um, knew? Um, who, who knew? Who knew? Tanner Plummer, Connor Stallions, vacuum fixer, attorney at law, apparently. Sign stealer guy. Right. Um, Jack Harrington, I don't see them beating uh, Ohio State, Monty. Well, I think I think the way that offense is different at Michigan Stadium. That The Michigan offense is different at home. I think J.J. McCarthy is a better quarterback at home. Um, you're not going to be able to, to let Blake Corum run the football to victory against Ohio State. You're not. They're going to have to throw the ball. And I would not sleep on Maryland because Maryland's just good enough to be a pain in your ass. Uh, they, so I would not sleep on Maryland. Absolutely not. Conundrum, Jim just nods and deposits checks. Yeah, because he's, by all accounts, not losing any pay over the suspension. So, Which, again, I say, why are you causing issues with this suspension? Take your medicine. Yeah. What are you complaining about? Uh, MBM. Uh, says Michigan literally went from mediocre to top four overnight. Harbaugh sucked his first five, six years. Yeah, we've talked at length about it on the show. Absolutely. I mean, the guy just did not, the guy just did not win big games. And this is the, this is the questions being asked or the angle being asked about what U.S. integrity, you know, what triggered U.S. integrity to get involved. Right. A lot of people said, hey, you know, Jim has been, you know, as the commenter said, mediocre. He hasn't been elite. He's not been, you know, regarded as a a, a head coach leading a program that could beat the best of the a best. A big game coach. Yeah. He's and, not a big game coach. And, and now all of a sudden this is happening. And so a lot of people think that's what initially got U.S. integrity involved. Hey, what, you know, how is this going on? How is, how is Michigan going to the shoe and just dominating Ohio State? That doesn't happen. And yeah, you don't just start winning big thing. games. Like, you, you don't. Uh, D for Acker Racker. Yeah, your name is D. How about that? Oh, the CAC. All, all credibility lost when you said they would beat Ohio State but lose to a crappy. I didn't say they would lose to Iowa. I said they would. I what is Iowa five and two, or or yeah, in and conference? We didn't say that. We didn't even say that today. No, like, what do you uh, like mean, Iowa. Iowa is five and two in conference, and I would remind people that Michigan has still. Not giving up 60 points. No, on the he season. said that they would boat race Iowa That's in the exactly Big Ten championship game. What are you talking about? OG Gary, Jim wants Utah job after Witt leaves. Oof. Can you imagine? Nah. Um, let's see. Christopher Shannon, uh, have to eliminate divisions in AAA conference. Maybe. We'll, 
Okay. Uh, Jeff Woodworth flips cups, boat races. Okay. Okay. Um, I read that one already. Mike Hawk, but he did nothing wrong. Okay. Who said he did nothing wrong? You know. Oh, Michigan fans said he. I know. Reset. Wrong. Uh, Lacey777. I think Ohio State's going to beat them. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And the worst, but don't forget, next week we're off. We'll be in Hawaii next week. Yeah, we'll be golfing. So we'll our first show will be the Monday after after the Michigan-Ohio State game. The. Will we be reacting to the end of Michigan season? Or will we be reacting to Michigan moving on? Oh, you want to interact with us while we're in Hawaii? Members-only content. $9.99 a month. Be in the group. Let's go. Yep. And we there will be all kinds of golfing, food, beaches, snorkeling boats. It's going to be an amazing trip. Absolutely, it's going to be an amazing trip. Johnny Gonzalez, after seeing AM, Harbaugh's next contract buyout would be no less than $100 million. Seriously. <laughs> Can you believe that? Like, what were you thinking? And now, you guys heard, I'm sure, but Texas A&M is trying to hire coaches on incentive-laden contract offers. Who are you, corporate America? Low base salary, lots of incentives. Lots of incentives. Gary Wolf, how are you? Jim climbs up on his stallion. Get it? Get, get See what he did there? It's like Connor Stallions and Stallion. And rides off into the sunset to Khaki Land. Khaki exactly. Land. Khaki Land. Khaki Land. Uh, okay, Dakota Tubbs, my guy, what's up? I can't believe that I'll actually be rooting for the Buckeyes for the first time in my life. How many people are in that boat? There's a lot of people in that boat. There's no doubt. Uh, Ohio State will win against the team up north. We'll find out. We will the find out. North. It's. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, roll that beautiful buckshot footage, Jakey. Uh, what do you mean buckshot footage? Buckshot footage? I don't know what you mean. Uh, Brad Smith. What's up, Brad? For sure, Ohio State beats UM. I think Day knows he has to win and will. Is his is Ryan Day's job on the line against Michigan? I think this at a minimum, the seat gets a lot hotter you if you lose this game. That would be that'd be interesting. Christopher Shannon, nope. Give me the Wolverines versus Florida State. Who wins that game? Michigan. Michigan. Come on. Michigan wins Come that game. Come on. Uh, CJ Howell writing off Ohio state. Like they don't have a very good chance of beating Michigan is who wrote them off, who wrote off Michigan, who wrote off Ohio state versus Michigan. Who I like, did somebody in the comments, we would never do that. Um, Lacey uh, says, LOL beef jerky bowl. I mean, like, does it, does a bowl game matter if you lose to Ohio state? No, you, you, Blake Corm's like, dude, I'd rather go fix vacuums. I've got a back order. Vacuums are my thing. You know. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Dakota, now you know how I felt when you played Georgia. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jack Harrington, if they lose to Ohio State, Michigan's resume is garbage. They would be out of it. They would be out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the game. I mean, you're still a top 10 team, but you're probably sixth or seventh in the nation at that point. It is the game. Uh, Brad Smith also has to be a revenge factor. No way Stroud, who is torching the NFL and UGA, but couldn't beat Michigan. They cheated. Only thing that makes sense. Man, yeah. he is look good. CJ Stroud's an MVP candidate. Absolutely is. Mike Smith, beef jerky time. Who wants beef jerky trading places? Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, that's fine. Um, 
Thanks, Rex. So, okay. Get it right, Holly. Okay. I, you know. Thanks for the comment. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Big Daddy Magic. Monty, do you love An Andrew Dawson? I have no idea who Andrew Dawson is. Victor's the way. I have no idea who that is. Uh, Tanner says, whoever beats Michigan will be America's team for that day. They will. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Johnny Gonzalez, bucked up, doesn't need to steal signs or advance scouts to get you wins. No, they don't. Even though Jake cheated again at virtual golf this morning. I didn't cheat at anything, dude. You know. You know. What? Okay. It's total slander. You know. Uh, let's see. Jeff Weber, Jake, uh, Jack Dakota is a Missouri fan, not a Michigan fan. Correct. Correct. That's exactly right. Uh, Kenneth says, of course, they accepted the suspension. What the Big Ten lawyers had would force the NCAA to declare them ineligible for the postseason. Yeah, that's not how the NCAA works. The NCAA has a process, and they they stick to it to the letter. So, And I would also remind everybody that everything that the NCAA has, the Big Ten has, and vice versa. They worked back and forth together. Michigan's well aware of the the pile of evidence. Yeah, well aware. There's there's just no question about it. Uh, Gary Wolf, uh, Jim takes his squad to the Holden Hiscock Jagoff Bowl. Well, I mean that does that does Hiscock. Hiscock. You know, <laughs> I miss the days of naming a daily Jagoff on this. Holden Middick. We we need that back. We need that back. Yeah, where has Casey Anthony been? I don't know. I, I I have no idea where he's been. Mark Hales, exotic. That that is on your mind. Yeah, I would love a Maserati or a Rari. Yeah, or, Rari. Just you know, <laughs> just give me an M5. That's all I'm asking. Am I asking for too much? Come on. Um, Christopher Murphy, quit implying the judge was dirty. Who's implying the judge is dirty? So let me get this right. He's dirty because he went to Michigan, then went to Michigan Law, uh, played football at Michigan, and now is a lecturer at Michigan. So we would think that he's totally objective. Totally unbiased. Totally why unbiased. We, yeah. Why would we think he would be yeah. anything but? You fucking donkey. Who said the judge was dirty, dude? Like, Michigan fan is so sensitive to anything that's said about this case. Nobody said the judge was dirty. He's a human being whose whole entire life and career is tied to Michigan. You don't think he would have some bias there? Of course he would. Of course he would. What are you talking about? Um, Boss Frog, how did how did the judge not recuse himself from the hearing? Uh, you know how he didn't recuse himself? Because all three judges who have been named in this case all went to Michigan, then went on to Michigan law, and still have ties to the university. Which is not abnormal. No, because Michigan's a powerhouse in the state of Michigan. And really, they have one of the best law schools in the country. If you live in the state of Michigan and you want to be a lawyer, you're going to try and go to Michigan. Yes, exactly. So right. it's not abnormal that most judges in that state would have gone to Michigan law. So at some point, it, you know, you get to a place where it's like, all right, well, hey, it is what it is. You're 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 a judge. You're, you're obligated to be unbiased. But I am with you. There's yeah. no way that you're not biased, at least on some level. Yeah, Mark Hales. All judges are biased. They don't hide it. Every, they're human beings. 
They're not robots. They're human beings. Did you see the Supreme Court situation? They had to put in a rule of ethics with no teeth or penalties if you violate it. You know, because they had all taken so many trips and boats and cabins and come on, all judges are biased. It just, it, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Note that there's a difference between dirty and bias and nobody accused this judge on this show of being dirty. Nobody said he's getting payments or like, you know, come on, free like, tickets. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. He gets free tickets for lecturing. Anyway, all right, uh, Jeff Woodworth. If the judge is dirty, it's not his fault. His vacuum hasn't been repaired yet. Yeah, Connor's running on a on a on a backlog. There's a waiting list for those Eureka vacuums. Um, so let me get this right. There's a scandal about vacuums, and this is what your front porch looks like, sir. <laughs> No, I don't know anything about vacuums. a vacuum repair business. <laughs> Selling or repairing vacuums? What makes you think that? Well, sir, you have all these vacuums on your porch. Yeah, you know, it turns out that, um, you know, my property was really dirty, and so I just needed some extra ones. Yeah, a lot of crumbs in the carpet. Right, right. You know, a lot, lot of lo crumbs in the car. Okay. Cleveland Rocks, enter your well-deserved vacation and stay, enjoy your well-deserved vacation and stay safe. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. We have got three rounds of golf at, at three of the best courses in Hawaii. I am so looked at the two that I'm, I'm jacked about Turtle Bay and I'm really excited about the Clipper. Really excited about playing there. Uh, Steven Smith for $20. Don't forget the Ohio State wrestling scandal, Michigan State sexual assault, and Penn State issues. Michigan State has more issues than most Big Ten teams. Baylor is another issue, too. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for listing off all the NCAA scandals. So bloody clean, tackle, and thorough. We'll have a Mai Tai for your 20 bucks. Uh, Brandon Butler, Hoover, Monty. Connor sells Hoover. Hoover. Because right, Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, and the FBI is in Michigan. Oh. Come on. Come on. Um, Big Daddy Magic. Andre Dawson is a cub. I know who I... Oh, you said Andrew Dawson, who I didn't... Oh. Dude, Andre Dawson hasn't been a, a, a thing since I was in high school. <laughs> Bro, hey, in case you didn't notice, and I love you, dude. You are my favorite. We're out here talking about college football, not former Cubs, okay? Andre Dawson is a Cub legend. I'm going to be seeing him when I go to Chicago for the Survivor Series. And maybe I'll see Jim Harbaugh when he's named the new coach, uh, Chicago Bears DM coach and owner. That'd be America's team. Well, I don't know that he's DMing the Chicago Bears. You know, Mike Smith, Monty going to go swimming with the turtles. Jake is braver. He's going swimming with the sharks. I, I am not a huge. How do I, I am not a huge fan of large ocean life. Um. Um. Uh, my wife loves these stupid octopus that you see i hate them Dude, you know no the answer is yeah, no i nice see urchin no uh johnny gonzalez this guy is an encyclopedia of good news <laughs> <laughs> and he paid for it james knight is here stop being a red ass michigan fan that role has been taken on the show Graham. oh okay who's got that role sir i i don't know jeff Woodworth, the hawk yeah andre dawson was a Stuck. an awesome cub he was. 
Uh, James, I would be more than happy to fill in for you. Just give me three Cougar Tail Donuts, three Red Bulls, and a brisket sandwich dude, per day. Dude, who, who do drinks you think, Red Bull? Who do you think you are, a Michigan judge? Come dude, on, dude. I'm serious when I say Red Bull is one of the most disgusting things I have ever tasted. Like there's because a lot of garbage. there's a lot of energy drinks that fit into a lot of people's lives who like this or that. Okay, cool. You know, I am a bucked up Miami guy, but I like other energy drinks. Red Bull tastes I, terrible. It, it quite literally is octopus. Urine That's not what we're about in a can. I can't. I, I, Brutal. I, I hate it so much. Uh, Bryce Martin, what does the Jonathan Brooks injury do for your opinion of Texas? Hurts it significantly significantly that was a because he's not just everybody thinks that they can just put another running back in there he is one of the best dual threat backs in the country and jonathan brooks tours acl gifted receiver yeah playing the running back position big issue uh tanner Plummer, large ocean life lol i'm not here for it i want to swim with little nemo once he gets off the australian current pipeline dude thing. it's the east australian current there dog. you go come on I'll, yeah i'm not no og gary sharks taste good i'm not eating sharks lacy says poor justin Fields. seriously yes yeah, he still listed as out or you know you know uh this the Christie literally octopus urine literally 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 i am not a red bull guy <laughs> Uh, Jeff Woodworth, you guys need to go watch some great college basketball while in Oahu. No, probably not. No, I'm not there to watch sports, dude. That's what I do every day. No. Thanks. Irick says, but due process. Don't forget about due process. Three games is not fair. <laughs> Speaking of red ass. So wait a minute. Let me get this right. Due process, due process, due process. You get your chance at quote unquote due process and you cancel the meeting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Charles Woodson, your thoughts. Yeah, it's it's remarkable to me that you're looking at you're looking at something that uh, I just don't know. I yeah, anyway. I have no idea what Michigan fan must be thinking today. Uh let's see. Tanner Plummer, well done, Monty. You didn't skip James Knight's comment. Because all I do is see, skip why James. you gotta stir the pot, dude. Uh, Mike Smith, so who's getting the first WWE championship belt in the truck stop conference? I actually think it's a brilliant and his name is John Cena. The Big 12 and and WWE formed a partnership today that's going to award the MVP of the Big 12 championship game a WWE style belt, championship belt. I think it's brilliant. I'm for real. Brilliant. Uh the Buffalo Hunter. Random thought. I miss beefing with Cash Out James during the Don saga. <laughs> it's just so funny. We're going to talk about the Pack 2 situation here in a couple of minutes. It's so funny to see the rats running for cover when they, when they get exposed by the light. And the Donovan Mitchell, like James Knight's a great example of this. James Knight owe, owes us beer from Australia because he bet us that that – there's no chance that Joe Ingles will ever be traded by no, the Jazz. No, no, no. He is going to retire a Jazz man. I'm telling you, our guys at the Jazz, who I actually talked to yesterday. Whoa. For the first time in like years. Our guy at the Jazz was telling us, hey, we're, we're actively looking to move Joe Ingles. Oh, he tore his ACL. They're never trading him. Hey, man, they're going to wind up moving him in a contract. No, it's never happened. They traded him. You know. Never paid. <laughs> never paid. 
And now Josh Giddy is is one of the the best players available in the trade market. And we're in the same place with Josh Giddy we were with Joe Ingles in that he's going to get traded and we still haven't gotten our beer. But it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, JJ, even as a Buckeye alum, if Ryan Day loses to Michigan again without Jim Harbaugh, I'm calling him John Cooper 2.0. God, dog, why would you bring up a name like John Cooper? <laughs> are, are you, why would you do that? Oh, oh, roundabout. What? Wow. Well, well, well. Look who's back. Uh, by the way, hello to all those Cowboy fans out there from UCF country. Exactly. Oh, Ollie Garden's going to run all over the... Uh, I'm a man! 25 yards. In the first quarter? No, the entire game. That's a lie. No. No, it's not. Uh, Jason, go Bucks up. Beat Michigan. See Bucks, Bucks up. See what he did there? So it's like he's a Buckeye fan. And he wants the Buckeyes to beat Michigan. But he's, but he's trying up. to work in a bucked up reference. So he says, go Bucks up. Go Buck ups. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, I drink zero sugar monsters, dude. I used to drink that all the time. Uh, Miami, bucked bro. up Miami is, is better. Smoother. Uh, easier to drink. Tastes better. I love it. Uh, Eric Wasikowski, Red Bull and Vodka Mule. Oh, nah, dog. I can't do Red Bull. I just, it's I just cannot. Gnar. I cannot do it. I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't do it. Bryce Martin, me and Aaron Wilson will host a show from Austin on Black Friday reporting on UT's last game in the Big 12. No, we're fine. We're fine. No, thanks. We're going to pass on that offer. Hard pass, you know. Uh, Boss Frog gives us $20. Hi, Jake. One Oregon, uh, Arizona hey State over 55. Can Arizona State score on the Oregon defense? How much of the Ray Ooh. Anderson is out momentum will go into that game? Well, when Oregon showed up, you knew today was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Washington plus two and a half. Missouri minus 11. Mm. If Arizona covers minus one, one, 10, 250 to the advocates Thanksgiving fund on Monday, enjoy your holiday. Arizona's a really interesting one because I think they're in just such a bad spot with this $240 million mistake. But they're minus one at home over Utah. And I love my dude Fafita. But this is for standing in the Pac-12. Like, they're dead even. Man, do they win the game? That's what it is. I mean, because the game's a pick them. And I would actually say you're favoring Utah there because it's only minus one. The home team usually gets three. Um, Arizona five and two. You, ooh. I think. Is I think Fafita the, that dude against a grade A defense? Yeah, because. That's the matchup. I don't know, man. I think if I look at the. Utah's defense is probably the number three defense in the conference, UCLA. I mean, Oregon's clearly the best defense in the conference. Um, I think, boy, Mo, that's close. That's really close. 
I think I would probably take Arizona at home. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. That the one that's sticking out to me is that Oregon, uh, that Oregon Arizona State game. Cause I just don't know with Oregon playing as well as they are playing. But you just beat SC and gave up 27 points, but Arizona State doesn't have it. Arizona State Oregon doesn't should have pound it. them. This should be a 60 point Oregon game. But you got to, the over 55 is the hard part. It, it, it's just. Ask us in the morning, bro. Yeah, we'll we'll go over that game big time in the morning. Appreciate you, Mo. Thanks. Uh, big Blue Horses, $5. FSU is overrated. Played one game, friggin' truck stop you. Tallahassee dirtbags. Been tough for a uh, tough year for the Gators. P.S. Enjoy your holiday. You do great work. Thank you. You're not a you're not a Florida State fan. I'm taking it. I mean, I don't know whatever led me to believe that. You know, didn't have no idea. Sean Jenkins, Texas minus seven and a half this weekend. Give me Iowa State. Texas is really in an interesting position. And again, that's one of the games we are absolutely on tomorrow. I think this is one of their most difficult games of the year. Iowa State, it's in Ames. Um, Jack Trice is going to be bouncing. And you don't have, I mean, what are you without Jonathan Brooks? I mean, you're not going to see, obviously you are not going to, to see the same Texas offense we've been used to. Do they become a, a team relying on the big play down the field? We're going to find out. But Texas is seven and a half in that game. I mean, don't you take don't you take Iowa, Texas to win, Iowa to cover? That would be the logical play. Yeah, I think I, you I think have, you have to. no idea. We just don't know what kind of offense you're going to run out there. I mean, you know, this is a this is going to obviously be incumbent on Quinn Ewers to step up and really you know carry this offense. But I think a lot of this offense is going to come down to play calling now more than it ever has. Uh, there's been some games I've watched Texas where I'm like, man, we're being conservative right now. Like, like, why are we not pushing this ball down the field a little more? Yeah. And so now you're in a position where you do need to do that because you lost your back. Yeah, I agree. The official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show is Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code Monty tonight. Uh, Thursday night football. I I think you guys. This is the this is one of the best matchups. It's Cincinnati at Baltimore. The Natty. Are the Ravens the best team in the NFL? No. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. If I think they're, they're not, it's good close. Football. Right, but I, I think that they're playing their best football this season. I don't think that makes them the best team, though. I think that that the Ravens ebb and flow. I think they that do. Lamar, Lamar goes through these stretches where – He's, you know, much more comfortable seemingly out of the pocket than other times. And maybe that's just a willingness thing or an aggressiveness thing. Maybe, you know, his mindset right now is, you know, hey, I need to spend more time throwing out of the pocket. But, but yeah, I mean, you look at these are the prize picks, more or less selections for passing yards on, you know, Joey Burrow and, and Lamar Jackson. Joey Burrow. Yeah, Joey Burrow, dude. You mean Joseph Lee Burrow? Yeah, Joey Burrow, dude. So on prize picks, you have to pick more or less. And I've got to go. The The problem here is I think Joseph Lee Burrow. I would probably, I would go less on Joe Burrow, more on Lamar Jackson. Burrow had stadium. Because I think that Ravens defense is coming for, for Joseph Lee Burrow. 
And I think when you look at the Ravens defense and you, I do think they're the best team currently going mm-hmm. um, in the national football league at seven and three. Um, I think you look at their form lately. I think that Browns game was an anomaly um, dominating Seattle, you know, winning on the road. They've, they've been able to do all of that. And I think when you look at this Bengal game, this is a get back game. Uh, for Baltimore tonight. So I would take Lamar Jackson more, and I would take Joseph Lee Burrow less on prize picks tonight. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% uh, deposit matching on prize picks, or just click the link in the description below and let's play tonight in our members only um, group on Instagram. We play prize picks all the time. And it is a it's a barn burner. This this game tonight's a big one. And and I would also remind you, uh, the NBA, the NBA tonight is going to be tough. One of my favorite plays tonight is Duncan Robinson against Brooklyn, fifteen points. I got to take him over. I got to take him over on that because I look at the way that Duncan Robinson's been playing. He had twenty six against uh, San Antonio and eighteen against Charlotte. I'm taking them over. I'm taking them over. I love that play tonight. NBA on prize picks is unbelievable. It's awesome. All right. Hour number two of the Monty Show, uh, as always, presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. I'm addicted to it. It was awesome. Mrs. Monty's been texting me all day. She's having a massive day on on Triday Trading. Stay hard. Uh, she's up big dollars, and that's the that's the best part about Triday Trading, you guys. And you can get into this for no cost. You get a ten dollar thirty day trial membership. The ten dollars is a is a tax donation. It's a tax write off because it's a charitable donation. Tried to say that in one. Uh, it is a charitable donation, so it's a tax write off, and you get the entire Triday Trading program for thirty days at no cost and you get all the coaching proprietary software they teach you the indicators they teach you the the software and the processes and you're trading like next day you're in there you're doing the deal and you're using simulated trades and then when you're ready to trade real money tridaytrading.com is going to open up a trading account for you and when you make money with their money not your money because you don't start trading your own money you start trading triday's money Uh, You get to keep up to 80% of the profit. It is a no-brainer. Get the $10 30-day trial membership today, tridaytrading.com. Alema Harrington coming up in just a few minutes to talk about the Jim Harbaugh situation at Michigan. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, this uh, in-season. Are you into the NBA in-season tournament? Eh. I'm not. Eh. I'm not. What I am into is this situation um, in the Pac-12, you uh, heard, obviously, that the Pac-12, meaning the two remaining members, Washington State and Oregon State, uh, announced a football scheduling alliance with the Mountain West Conference that is, or it's close, and this alliance would have Oregon State and Washington State um, become a scheduling partner, which means the Mountain West teams would play seven conference games and then one each against Oregon State and Washington State. Notably, football only. So it's not a basketball uh, partnership. It is a football-only partnership. Now, on this show, you know, we have been telling you for months that Washington State and Oregon State, as well as the Mountain West, had framework in place for a deal just like this. And the moment that the court 
um, in Washington State ruled in favor uh, of Oregon State and Washington State. It was very quick that Oregon State and Washington State made this deal with the Mountain West. Now, it is not official. I think it's everything but official. But there's also new news today, and that is that the Washington State Supreme Court has stayed that lower court ruling in Washington, giving full control of the Pac-12 to Oregon State and Washington State, which is only going to further damage Oregon State and Washington State. And what is now going to happen is status quo in the Pac-12. There will be no rulings. There will be no board meetings. They will simply wait for a full review of the lower court's ruling by the Supreme Court of the state of Washington. Um, they have to submit legal briefs uh, by the 28th, so they've got about two weeks to do that, and then we should get a ruling from the Washington State Supreme Court. But I think this is incredibly damaging. On this piece of news, Jake, is it a good agreement for Washington State and Oregon State to make with the Mountain West? I think, yeah, it's absolutely a, a, a good agreement. I think geographically speaking, it's ideal. You want nothing to do with having to travel, uh, you know, to the East Coast, certainly, or even the South. You know, I, th I think that, you know, if you're Washington State and Oregon State, you don't want to be constantly looking at travel to, you know, Texas, Georgia, you know, Alabama, the, you know, the Southeast portion of the country where it travels longer and you've got more costs involved in that because the reality is is that your revenue is going down as a as a program and as an institution and and to me I I look at this and I say great let's keep this thing in the Pacific time zone for the most part couple of mountain time zone schools but overall we're on the western portion of the country so we can maximize efficiency and I think ultimately, you know, the raging debate is, you know, hey, you know, we're being pigeonholed into a bad position in terms of, you know, just how successful we could be come playoff time in college football. And I, and I think that because you're 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 keeping your scheduling alliance west, you're going to keep your players fresher. You're going to be able to to keep some sense of normalcy with how you would normally run things. So I I actually think that this scheduling alliance couldn't have worked out better because if you were going to be put in this position, you obviously want to have a good contingency plan, and that's exactly what this is. I'm a firm believer that Oregon State can still get done what they want to get done as a football program. You can still get to where you want to go. I don't understand, much like with the Michigan thing, I don't understand why specifically Oregon State fan is so up in arms about the position you were in. Because now that you've now that you got that ruling the other day in court, and now that this is being staged, you're in a position where you can start moving forward. Now, will that change if the Supreme Court changes, you know, the decision and now the Pac 10's in control, let's say, or the 10 who left are in control? Who the hell knows? But as of right now, you're in a good spot. You're in the spot you wanted to be. And I just hope people realize that. This is a lot different than hey, we just got to sit on our hands and wait. We can't do anything. We're just kind of frozen yeah. in time. Yeah, I, I think fans tend to be fanatical, fanatics, fan. Like, mm -hmm. you, I think if you take your emotion out of this situation, Oregon State is a really good athletic program. I think the world of Scott Barnes, I knew him when he was here at Utah State. Um, I think he's done a really good job representing Oregon State. And I think when you look at Oregon State and their body of work, 
I think that if you can make this alliance and find a way, because again, I think the thing that's really important here, and I don't mean to undersell the, the lead, I think one of the other big stories here is the college football playoff committee um, removed the Pac-12 automatic qualifier this week very quietly. And we told you that they had been considering this. Our sources had told us that the college football playoff committee had been talking about this at every meeting. We told you yesterday, our sources told us the Division I uh, Board of Directors uh, was fully briefed on this. And then what happened three hours after we told you that? A report came out. They were fully briefed on this. They're not just going to let the Pac-12 sit here as a two-team league and all of a sudden have an automatic qualifier to the college football playoff. So as you see, they removed the automatic qualifier beginning in 24-25 and essentially put a rule in place that says, to be a, a an automatic qualifier, your league must have at least eight members. I think that is a very difficult pill for Oregon State and Washington State fans to swallow. But this football scheduling alliance for the next two seasons gives you a little room to breathe in football. And I think you're Oregon State. You're a quality program. You're not in financial distress the way Washington State is. You don't have budget deficits and lawsuits and staff revolts the way that Washington State does. I think you're just in a position where you've got you've to gotta bite the bullet um, for a while. And, and I you've think, shown that you can beat the big boys. Yes. You've shown that you can compete with – I mean, hell, you can compete with, with Oregon on a football field. I'm not saying you're going to beat them regularly, but you've absolutely been – like, look at last year. You are absolutely the reason Utah went to the, the Pac-12 championship game. Yes. Because you beat Oregon somehow, you have a, some way. You have a beautiful, renovated, brand-new research stadium. I mean, you, you have a great football coach in Jonathan Smith who's recruited well – and above anything else, he's done a great job of developing talent and using the transfer portal to beef up the talent and the roster. And really, it is obviously with, with the quarterback position at Oregon State, but the bottom quarter of that roster at Oregon State has gotten so much better just through better development. That's the part that I think a lot of people don't want to talk about. And, and I understand that that Uyunglele has been unbelievable for them, as Cam Ward has been at, at Washington State. But you look at specifically Oregon State, this is not a death knell. The college football playoff committee may have removed that automatic qualifier, but what have they said? Oregon State and Washington State are fully eligible for an at-large bid. Welcome to BYU country, man. You are an independent playing Mountain West teams. Do If you really are who you say you are, Go and run through the Mountain West, win 95% of your games, and you've got to find a way to schedule up out of conference for the next two years. That's your path to the college football playoff. And I remind you, it is now 12 teams. It's not four teams after this season. It's 12 teams. So your opportunity is there. This isn't a death knoll. Take a breath. Relax a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the hardest part for fans. All right, Alema Harrington joins us every week on the show. We talk a little bit of college football. We talk a lot of NBA. Alema, what are you, just off the top of your head, your thoughts on Oregon State as a football program? I think they're great. I, I think they're one of those programs that has proven that they can compete. They have ups and downs just like everybody else. And the landscape will continue to evolve and change. And I think to your point, Monty, where you're saying that fans are fanatics, that's that's where the root of that word comes from. And so whether 
you know, you're an Oregon State fan or a BYU fan or, you know, Oregon fan or, a, you know, it doesn't matter. What, when it has to do with your team, you're going to be at the extreme and you're going to be up in arms. Yeah. And I think that in the end, this plays will end up playing well for Oregon State because they have a proven track record. Um, they're, they're a team that, that has uh, a strong history and um, historically has been a, a team that's competitive. And yeah. so if you can do that, then, then, then you're going to be okay. You, you write your own ticket that way. But the hard part about this conversation, Alema, is I'm still not over the fact that a year from now, the Pac-12 doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I, like, this, it feels like we try so hard to, to build these special things. And I felt like the Pac-12 was this special thing. I am still shell-shocked that this conference is going yeah. away. I, I I don't know what you think. I mean, you know as much about football as anybody. I, I, like, how surprised are you that we are even in this situation? Well, it just it blew, blows my mind. And and even though we're, I don't know how many weeks, months removed from the, the whole decision, and it's really only, you know, six to ten weeks. I'm not even yeah. sure how long it's been, right? Yeah. And but But we're still shocked that a – powerhouse uh league like the pac-12 the you know the the league of champions right this this is supposed to be one of those that it's a standard and it's gone i i think what it does do is that it makes you pay attention for all of the the other conferences out there it makes you pay attention to who is in your leadership and that poor leadership can sink you, even if you have a hundred year history, can sink you in a heartbeat. And yeah. so you, you're more vigilant about who is in charge and that the people in charge understand the, the playing field. Which, and the playing field is television deals. The, the playing field is, is all about what that looks like. Um, I, I, I still, you know, at times will watch you know, flipping around and watch the Pac-12 network. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the Pac-12 network? This is the Pac-12 network? I mean, it it just, it's it looks so bad that I'm, I, I just, I can't even fathom that they thought to themselves, hey, this is a fantastic product. We're going to put this on the air. Yeah. I mean, the, the SEC on ESPN, I mean, that's a whole different deal, obviously. And they have the power of, of you know, ESPN behind them. But to to that's what can happen that is what can happen BYU TV who is being run out of you know out of Brigham Young University and granted there there's a there's a lot behind it and there's a lot of people that care about BYU TV I was part of the launch of BYU TV when that happened um looks a hundred percent better than the Pac-12 network it's not even it's not even close right it's crazy yeah, I, it's wild to me. Alema Harrington presented by TridayTrading.com. Alema, um, speaking of BYU, I, I am a Kalani Satake guy. Like I am 100%, I'm all in. I think it is ridiculous that there is part of the the BYU nation, if you will, that is talking about replacing Kalani Satake. I get it. This is not the finish that people had hoped for. Um, but I think you have whatever whatever your opinions are on the quarterback situation. This is a better football team today that I think than any point last year. I think 
Kalani Satake is the exact right guy for this job. He had other opportunities, most notably Washington. Every time I speak to Kalani Satake about BYU, I see the twinkle in his eye. I see the passion. I see the emotion. Is there is there any credence? Is there any reason to talk about making a coaching change at BYU football? No, I mean it's it's ludicrous. That that to me is is ridiculous. Kalani has gotten you to the point where you are, along with Tom Homo and the athletics uh, director and, and, and their offices, um, and, and they play obviously a huge role. But Kalani has put you in a position to be in the Big 12. And so you don't look at it, and once you get there, understanding uh, the people that are most frustrated with what is going on on the football field right now are the people that didn't anticipate, didn't think that this was going to happen. We had conversations at the beginning of the year going into the Big 12. We talked about it on your show. It's like, you know, you're going to take your lumps here. That's just a given. And so that doesn't take away from the fact that that was an embarrassing loss for BYU fan. Like, that was hard to watch. Um, and and so I, I have some compassion for because I am a BYU fan. I'm also an alum and I'm also a former player. But I, I understand that moving into this realm, right, is it's different. And you're going to have some growing pains. That's just a given. And so you don't like, you know, fire everybody because you got there and now we're not ready. Like it's it's just you're ready as ready as you can be. I, I, there's only a certain level of readiness going into this, having come from the years of independence. And trust me, there certainly were years in independence where BYU had a better team. They had better quarterbacks. Obviously, there's three of them playing in the NFL right now. So it's 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 different in, in some regards, and that's the ebb and flow, and that's the cyclical nature of college football. But to, to look in, at, at this and say, no, I, I don't think Kalani's the guy. That that to me is crazy. Like, yeah, I Kalani think Satake I, is the guy. And I, I would say I can't see the future, at least the, the near future, without Kalani Satake at the helm. And this is a guy that's still very young and can coach well into, you know, the, the next, you know, decade plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I... I He's just such a great representative of the mm -hmm. institution. And I think that I think that matters. One of the other things that I think is so important, though, is you're also a high school football guy. Do you worry about participation rates? Do you worry about um, the level of, of participation at the youth level? Because I think one of the things that we're seeing is here in the state of Utah, for those of you who don't know, like Utah became had been this dilemma, hit like a hidden gem of football. Mm -hmm. And now that's not really the case anymore because everybody knows how great the, yeah. the youth level football is here. But I also think there's a lot of corners of this country where we're seeing drop in participation rate in football. They, you, you cover high school football. You, you, do, you do the championship games. Like, Do you worry about participation rates in youth football? I've got two kids, uh, my two youngest sons, 10 and 11, Gabriel and Isaac. They're playing the U Conference, which is – Basically, if you're watching across the country, Pop Warner, Little League um, football, uh, and the participation is strong. Uh, and, and it depends. There are different communities that the, the participation might be down. But the the love for football, I think, in, in our country is still very high. And um, they are doing a great job, certainly in the youth conference that I have firsthand knowledge with, in making sure that they teach the game properly 
And because there's so many things that are different now, you know, games or plays, I should say, that used to be celebrated back when I was playing are, are plays that will get you kicked out of the game now. So you've got to teach kids a different way to hit. And it's for the kids' safety and equipment's better. There's a lot of things that, that in my opinion, are trending in the right direction. Here's, I think, what's going to be the issue is that if we continue at, at the trajectory that we're going now with NIL and with the SEC and the Big Ten continuing to get richer and richer and richer and richer, and you have the other conferences, even ones that are part of the Big Five, are, that that are, are you know going to be edged out, being, meaning the ACC or the Big 12. We saw the Pac-12 basically dissolve. Um, if that continues then there's going to be fewer opportunities for scholarships for young men to go and play football. And, and that, that to me will be the biggest problem on the horizon is that there's not going to be as many opportunities for those kinds of, you know, educational opportunities for, for people in the country. And if that happens and it's no longer, you know, people play obviously for the love of the game. But if you talk to any high school kid, and I talk to a lot of them because I cover the high school, you know, championships and week, games every week, everybody wants to get a college. Like, I want a D1 scholarship. That's my goal. And if you take that away and you only have two conferences that are really the ones holding all of holding the bag, then, man, I, that that part more than anything scares me about the direction that we're going right now. I mean, really. And again, my kids are 10 and 11. By mm. the time that they're getting out of high school, where are we going to be, you know, yeah. seven years from now? It, yeah. it, it, it frightens me. Well, and I mean, that's why I think there's a lot of credence in, in getting to TridayTrading.com slash Monty right now and signing up for a 30-day trial membership that costs you a $10 charitable donation. To me, yeah. that seems like the alternative. You know, one of the things that, that I think is really, here's a great transition, right, is Sometimes you're thinking, oh, I mean, I wonder what I could do for my young son, whether he's graduating high school or my daughter who's graduating high school. And what could I give them that would really mean something to them? Well, a Tri-Day training opportunity, like to expose them to that at that age, right, is such a, a it's, it's brilliant. It's like really giving them something that can serve them for the rest of their lives. And if you educate them on how to do this, you get them involved with Tri-Day Trading, they're going to have the coaching, they're going to have the proprietary software, they're going to have the understanding of what the markets do. And here's one of the things that, that people might get lost on people. People think, well, the stock market, I don't know, the stock market hasn't been good or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether the stock market is going up or down. With day trading, you are getting in and out, sometimes within minutes or hours. So it's not, you're, you're looking for volatility. So you don't have to worry about whether the stock market is up or down. You can make money buying or selling either way. But if you can give that opportunity to one of your kids and say, even if it's by example, you know what? Dad's going to you know, get involved in this uh, day trading with tri-day trading. And they watch you. And you've seen it happen, Monty, in your house as your wife is yeah. going through it. And you're, and you're kind of just looking over the shoulder. And it's like, okay, well, okay. But, but if you know, our kids can watch us do this, they're like, man you know, dad, dad can do this. And, and dad, show me how, and, and, you know, sign me up for an account because the beauty of it is you get into the program, right? 30 day trial, $10 donation, and you find out that you like it 
And within 30 days, you're gonna you're gonna be able to figure that out. And I think within a week you figure right, it out because it's you, you figure it out. Yeah, the adrenaline, the adrenaline you get yeah. from it, and you know the thing that you talk about a lot that I think I've I've seen so much with my wife, the coaching and the the lifestyle that the coach embraces. Yeah, that hey, people are doing it as a side hustle or it's their whole deal or they teach you how to integrate it into your life so that you understand, hey, the Australian market's here. And like I, I just think yeah. it's so incredible the way that it fits for everybody. Yeah, if you're looking, so we're looking at Australia or we're looking at Japan or we're trading the Euro, right? There's 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 ways that you can do it. And again, it comes back to the personality. Like what, what works for you? What time of the day works for you? Those are all the things that your coach is going to take into consideration as they're tailoring a program for you. And then what they do as they get you ready, they're going to fund an account for you, right? So you're trading using their money and you keep up to 80% of the profits. Like, I, I can't think of a better deal. I keep on trying to think awesome. of like, what could be, but I can't think of a better, I just can't. So, yeah. and I think you add to it what we were just talking about moments ago, even if it's just by example, you're showing your kids like, hey, it's not all always got to be a nine to five. You know, and this could be your education, like, you know, instead of going to college or while you're going to college, you can do this. Like there, there are college students that are doing this. In fact, if you go to the website, tridaytrading.com, testimonials all over the place, right? Yeah. And, and there's people from all walks of life. I promise you, if you go there and you start looking, you're going to go, man, that person's like me and they did it. That means that I can do it. And that's really how you get started with this thing is just to pique your interest, get to yep. the website, watch a couple of videos, read the different testimonials, and you're in. Yep. And by the way, it's also a great confidence booster. If you're somebody that struggles with, you know, the confidence or or feeling, you know, of self-worth. Yeah. Once you get into this program, it just really builds your self-esteem up because you learn quickly. It's not hard to learn. And you see success right away, even in your early simulations that you're you're learning yeah. at Triday Trading. Like you, you just feel confidence. I I, I think it's amazing. Tridaytrading.com always presents Alema Harrington on the Monty Show. Alema, always good to see you, my friend. Thanks for your insights. Thank you. Don't forget, we got another uh, in-season tournament game coming up tomorrow. How do you like the floor? I'm I'm in, I, I kind of like. I got to tell you, hey. I don't hey. love the mount the purple mountain jersey. I really am a sucker for. For the old purple, I'm in love with that floor, though, man. I yeah. love the jazz purple floor. Well, uh, this season is perfect for you because we have the classic jersey, which is the purple, you know, throwback to to the New Orleans days, and we yeah. also have the in season tournament jersey with that floor. and And I love the purple. Purple is one of my favorite colors. And um, I wore a purple suit the other night, and I don't know what I'll wear tomorrow. I'm going straight from high school championships <laughs> over to the jazz game, so it'll be a busy day. But but that's the you guys know because we're we're in this world, right? We love sports, and we yes. love when sports overlap. It, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. You always look good, though, man. You're uh, one of the sharpest dresser, dressers in TV. <laughs> I you got know. a guy. If you need a suit, either one, you need a suit. Let me know. I got a guy. You do. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Alema. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you, man. All right, guys. Thank you. There you go, Alema Harrington. Who I, I, you guys, I, I can't say it enough. He got me, he, he, you know, you talk about things like Triday trading or whatever that, it, you know, like you hear about this stuff. He pushed me over the line. He said to me, he said to me on the show one day, it, it's, it is rewarding. 
And if you don't know what he said, if you don't know by the end of 30 days, you're probably not going to know. I said to myself, what are we waiting for? My wife got in the program and trust me when I tell you, he, he was exactly right. It is the Tri-Day Trading Program, is, it's an addiction. I cannot wait. In two hours, I will be at home looking at the Australian dollar versus the Japanese yen. And I'll be making money on it because I just love it. My wife this morning, you know, the thing that's really cool, and, and I don't mean to gush about my wife or whatever, but the thing that's really cool is my wife has a big wig job. She has like a big job in tech. She's a big deal. She was texting me this morning while I was at the driving range. And she's like, oh, hey, I just made this trade. I went on this trade, like working on this new process, like just really excited about her personal development. And it makes you feel good as when your best friend's telling you, hey, this makes me feel really good. I'm really confident. I'm building my money in my account, like building, like it's rewarding. It's self-growth. And I promise you that 30-day $10 trial membership will change your life. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not bloviating. Yes, they're a partner on the show. That 30-day $10 trial membership at Tri-Day Trading will change your life. It's different when you're doing it, bro. It is unbelievable. Ooh, breaking news, by the way. Shohei Otani, not surprising. Shohei Otani has won the uh, American League MVP. I'm for real. The soon-not-to-be Chicago Cub um, has just won the uh, AL not to be a, I'm not playing your games. Not please take the hook. Uh Shohei Otani has won the uh, American League MVP. So there you have it. Let's reset the situation thanks to our friends at Triday Trading. I want to get into this Pack 2 situation. Where do you guys come down on that? Uh would love to hear from you uh on it. I am curious. I am curious. When you look at the situation with the Pack 2 and here's what you need to know. I think the bigger story that you knew Washington and the other nine members were going to appeal. I don't think that's a big deal at all. I think Oregon State, Washington State are going to win that situation. I think the much bigger deal is the story that we told you was coming. It is unbelievable to me that people are surprised by this. And you guys know that we work very hard on this show to have the right information and to be credible for you. We have been telling you there is no cash windfall coming. And now today, through Ross Dellinger and ESPN, we found out the college football playoff committee very quietly last week changed the regulations so that your conference must have eight members in it to be an automatic qualifier. They did not need a unanimous vote to do so. And we've talked so much on this show about the role that Kirk Schultz will play in the college football playoff. And it was so sure, so many Pac-12 homers were just so sure that Kirk Schultz, the president at Washington State, who is on the college football playoff committee, was going to be the Lone Ranger. Well, very quietly last week, with Kirk Schultz in attendance, the college football playoff committee took that ability away from him while he was there. And it's <clears throat> something that I think is the exact right move for college football. I think this pipe dream and these conspiracy theories that somehow, some way, the Pac-12 is going to have $300 million and they're going to be joining the Big 12. It's not going to happen. 
If they were going to join the Big 12, would they have formed a scheduling alliance with the Mountain West? As we told you, they have been working on for six to eight weeks. No, they would not have. They would be joining the Big 12. If they were going to get $320 million, and if they were going to have an automatic qualifier, no matter what, as some have been saying, and we've told you from the get, this is not going to happen. If they were going to have a spot where every year Oregon State and Washington State were going to be in the college football playoff, there was no way that was happening. It makes no sense. The college football playoff is independent of the NCAA. They make their own rules. They do what they want to do. And last week, they said, Kurt Schultz, we're taking your power from you. And that's exactly what they did. Is it wrong? I don't know. Are they able to do that? Well, yeah, apparently, because that's exactly what they did. The idea that the Pac-12 was going to be given hundreds of millions of dollars and an automatic qualifier for one of their two members over the next two years to get into the college football playoff is absolutely ridiculous. And that reality has now come to fruition. And I can only tell you, this is just the beginning. Because even if the Pac-12 merges with the Mountain West sometime in the next two years, and I think it's going to be difficult. They now have a two-year scheduling alliance in football. That does not mean that the Pac-12 is going to regain its automatic qualifier. Because as we've told you, point blank and straight away on this show, the Division I Board of Directors is keeping a very close eye. They are well aware they have been breached, briefed at every turn about what is going on in the Pac-12. They will vote to take away their status in the Pac-12, one way or another. It's simply a matter of getting a ruling from the Washington State Supreme Court. If Oregon State and Washington State win that ruling, the Division I Board of Directors, I believe, will act. If they merge with the Mountain West after they win that ruling, the Division I Board of Directors will act. Because adding a G5 conference to your former P5 conference does not make you a P5 conference. And it's something that I think a lot of Pac-12 fans just don't understand. You don't have to like the rules, but you do have to abide by them. And Jake, I think this ruling that the college football playoff committee made about taking the automatic qualifier from Washington State and Oregon State, I think it's absolutely just. Yeah, it's just, and I think that, you know, it's it's a natural progression. I, I, I think when a conference burns to the ground the way the Pac-12 did, you know, the college football playoff committee uh, has to reevaluate the landscape because, frankly, that's their job. Their job is to make sure that they're producing the, the, the you know, best process for deciding who a national champion is going to be. So if we're going to lose a power conference the way we lost the Pac-12, it only makes sense that we would, we would accommodate uh, a slide up the ladder, if you will. So four power... Uh, power four champs, obviously, and the highest ranked G5. That makes perfect sense to me. It's a natural progression. So yeah, the pipe dream of, you know, this windfall of cash was just that, a pipe dream. And frankly, I'm a little tired of Oregon State fan in some Washington State fan, but more Oregon State fans saying you're in some terrible position and they left us for dead and everybody hates us. Nobody hates you, dude. You you uh, are in a position where you have access to the college football playoff. 
and frankly, that access got a little bit easier because now you're playing Mountain West competition. And yes, you're going to have to try to figure out how to improve your non-con slate. Absolutely. But ultimately, the the point is, is that you can still get to where you want to go. You can still be one of those seven at-large bids. If you look at the top 25 right now, you can beat a lot of those teams. I would venture to say, excluding the top six teams, you're probably in every single game of the other six. So to me, I just think that you're fine. You're in a perfectly good spot here. And assuming that the Supreme Court in Washington upholds the decision that the lower-level court made yesterday, assuming that takes place, you are going to be in the driver's seat to, 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 to decide your destination, your end game, your, your destiny, if you will. So to me, yeah, I think this was just, I think it was proper. Uh, and yeah, well, I'm happy to pat us on the back too. We've been saying it for months. We've been saying it for, I don't know the exact amount of time, but a long ass time that the five, seven model was coming. That, that the Pac-12 is no longer going to be recognized as a power conference by the college football playoff committee, and this windfall wasn't going to happen. So that's why I say all the hacks out there, all the people that you know want to wanna poke the bear, which we'd be the bear and they'd be doing the poking, can ride off into the sunset now, right? Because ultimately, this was always going to happen, and we told you it was going to happen. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that you know three different podcasts Shouted out on Twitter. Oh, are you guys nervous now? Yeah, we told you. And then 12 hours later, what happened? Mm. Yeah, uh, it turns out that uh, things are not going so well when it comes to Oregon State and Washington State. And now you want more breaking news that you've heard here for almost two months. The Chicago Tribune is reporting. Oregon State and Washington State are working on a plan uh, to keep the Pac-12 alive as a two-team conference for as long as two years, the schools would also enter an agreement with the Mountain West to fill out their sports schedules. But, Jake, um, that can't be the case because Oregon State and Washington State are joining the Big 12. Yeah, that's right. They're not. And, by the way, I'd like <laughs> to point out, I was an advocate for Oregon State in the Big 12. Yes. I wanted them in the Big 12 as much as anybody. I think they'd be an outstanding fit. But it didn't work out that way. The Big 12 angle's gone. You missed the boat on that one, and that's fine. Yeah, I, the problem that I have is that you just, you, you, at some point, you have to do what's right by your university. That's what Oregon State and Washington State are doing. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, you know, Jake, I, I, I guess the bigger question here is, what's the next right move? Like, and And one of the things that I think people are talking about is, you know, hey, is this scheduling alliance going to make it possible? Is there a good chance? I, and, and I don't even know how you would describe it, but do you feel like there's a good chance Oregon State can make the college football playoff? I mean, good or bad, I think the the chance is, is obviously going to be decided on the field. I mean, I, it goes without saying that your chance goes up when you're playing Mountain West competition versus Power 4 competition. But ultimately, I think, you know, Oregon State, you know, the, the biggest challenges, in my opinion, ahead of you, are obviously going to be recruiting. You know, a lot of people want to say that, hey, we're taking a step down and, you know, recruits are going to see that. But if I was a recruit, I would be sitting here saying, hey, like if Oregon State was on my list of schools that, you know, I was considering going to, didn't the op uh, opportunity just get a little bit better? Uh, am I not now saying, hey, I have the chance to play in 
actual huge playoff games now, as opposed to, yeah, we're going to be a team in the Pac-12 that, you know, like this year, you're eight and two, you know, you're, you're once again playing, playing decider of who's going to the conference championship game in the Pac-12. That's been the role you've been in. So if you're on that team right now, yeah, you're not really getting that national exposure. And so when I say that Oregon state fan is wanting to beat me over the head with, well, that's why we're all pissed off about game day going to James Madison instead instead of coming to Corvallis. And all I have to say to that is that's why you should be happy about this scheduling alliance. Maybe your chances get better if you're, I don't know, 10-0, 9-0. Maybe then you're the undefeated team that game day has no choice but to go and see. So that's why I say I don't think that your chances go down with this new situation. I believe your chances go up. And, and it really bothers me that you know, Oregon State fan is not uh, appreciating this a little bit more. I mean, I understand that it's not a good situation. I understand you feel like, hey, you're a victim and you got left behind. But but the reality of the situation is, is you got to you got to make the best of the situation, right? You got to take your lemons and make lemonade. And I think that's exactly what Kirk Schultz is. You're trying Certainly. to put your 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 school. Uh, uh, you're trying to put your school in a position to continue to to contend. And the last thing I would say, too, is that, you know, if you're Scott Barnes at Oregon State, you don't have to deal with the, the budgetary issues that Kirk Schultz has to deal with. You, you, all you have to do is make sure that Jonathan, Jonathan Smith has everything that he needs That's to go it. out and recruit and keep the program fruitful and productive, and you're going to go out and win the Mountain West or, or you know, whatever they're going to call this scheduling alliance, whatever the new branding is. You're going to go out and win that thing. I think it gets worse if Jonathan Smith takes the Michigan job. Absolutely. That's when you that's when you start feeling bad. But I, I if I'm Oregon State, I feel really good about but, this. But that's why I say Scott Barnes has a responsibility to make sure Jonathan Smith doesn't take the Michigan job. Yeah. You you got to, like, if I'm Scott Barnes, I've been having that conversation with Jonathan Smith. Hey, dude, I see everything that's going on with the Michigan situation. You know, obviously, I'd love, you know, I, I don't want to stop you from progressing in your career. But we're at a crucial point in this in this school's timeline right now, in this school's progression. And we're not gonna we're not gonna be left in a good place if you go to Michigan, let's say, or AM, let's say, or whatever the next opportunity would be. And so yeah, I think if you're Scott Barnes, that's like the highest priority. You have to make sure your football program stays status quo and then climbs the ladder in this, yes. you know, if we're gonna call it a, you know, it's not technically a conference, but in this new opportunity to get into the college football playoff matt ritson for five dollars monty have you ever heard of glance and tidbit it's a game tracker follow sports stock market and weather no i have not i've never heard of that um let's see how oh apparently katie raider is back wow. katie raider hello katie raider afternoon gang afternoon katie raider uh robert does this mean the ncaa isn't investigating it anymore either no michigan no it does not. And I see a ton of people here from Michigan. We could keep talking about Michigan. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, the big story on the Michigan day, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have dropped their uh, request for a temporary restraining order. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh will accept the three-game suspension. So he will now miss not only last weekend's Penn State game, this weekend at Maryland and next weekend at home uh, in the game of games, Ohio State at the big house. Jim Harbaugh will take a three-game suspension. I mean, whoever wins that the, the rivalry game goes to the Big Ten championship. 
And I think if Jim Harbaugh loses to Ohio State, it's a chance it's his last game uh, that we've seen his last game at, at Michigan. I think there is a real chance that he never coaches another game for the Michigan Wolverines. I wonder, too, you know, if you're J.J. McCarthy, let's say, you know, if you're if this is on your mind, hey, you know, like uh, Jim now is going to miss miss that game. We got to we got to go out and really we got to prove everybody wrong that, you know, hey, we're accused of stealing signs and we're accused of all this nefarious activity. We it's not even good enough just to beat Ohio State. Like, with right. the, like, think about the Penn State game. They only put up 24 points against Penn State. Not exactly impressive. You know, and I know that Penn State's got a great defense and everything, but 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 Michigan is supposed to be a top three team in the country. And you only muster 24 points against a Penn State Dude. team that can't score with anybody. So if you think that, you know, Ohio State is not going to come in here and give you the fight of your life, you're crazy. And if I'm J.J. McCarthy, I better damn well have the best game of the season. Better. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a big flipping deal. I think that he is I think there's a there I put it at 70% Jim Harbaugh's coached his last game at Michigan. The question is can he can his Michigan Wolverines beat Ohio State? I think it's going to be tooth and nail. And it sounds insane, right? Hey, what do you mean it, it, there's a chance this is his last game ever coached at Michigan? I, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. It, it's there's a good chance that you're never going to see him on the sideline again if they lose. If they lose, they're out of the college football playoff in all likelihood. And you're can you imagine Jim Harbaugh hanging around for a lesser bowl? I think that'd be tough. I think that'd be very difficult for him to do that. I mean, and, if, if you're the college football playoff, I, I mean, I, I can't say this for certain, obviously, but you can't tell me there's not people on that committee just looking for a reason not to have Michigan in, in the playoff this I year. I think there has to be. I think there has to be. Mike Smith, Scott Barnes talking to head coach to keep him from leaving. Well, we can offer you 200 acres of prime timber property. Man, you lose Jonathan Smith, that's when you feel bad. Alex Smith says, fire Jim Harbaugh. They're not going to. Uh, Jesse, how are you, Jesse Davin? What a what's a what a difference between Michigan's statement and the Big Ten statement? Well, <laughs> I think that's very interesting. Here's the Big Ten statement: a big uh, the Big Ten Conference commitment to student athletes, sportsmanship, and the commissioner's duty to protect the integrity of competition will never waver. Today's decision by the University of Michigan to withdraw its legal challenge against the conference's November 10th notice of disciplinary action is indicative of the high standing and values that the conference and the university seek to uphold. The University of Michigan is a valued member of the Big Ten Conference, and the conference will continue to work cooperatively with the university and the NCAA during this process. So that to me immediately was like, yep, we're going to take the high road as much as we can. You know, that, that portion about Michigan being a valued member Peace of the conference. And love, they're great. Right. All yeah. families have arguments, which by the way, it should be said, Michigan is still one of the most important programs and schools yes. in the conference. I mean, we Absolutely. can't just skip over that. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's not what Michigan shows. Um, I would say, again, I could be wrong. I would say that Michigan chose violence, right? Like <laughs> this morning, univer the university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, and the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. 
Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept, accept this sanction. Oh, so wait, so it was up to Jim Harbaugh now. I'll get into it. Um, decided to accept this sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes and their performance on the field. Mm. The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. The university continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA. So we're not going to say anything nice about the Big Ten. You know, the funny thing is here, Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension um, with the university's support, decided to accept the sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes. Well, Here's my question, asshole. Why didn't you do that in the first place? Oh, because you wanted the Big Ten to acknowledge there were no connections between Jim Harbaugh and Connor Stallions, which they have not done, right? They have not officially said there's nothing linking Jim Harbaugh. They've not said that. And I think it's important what you just said, officially, publicly, on the record. Now, in back rooms... Who the hell knows? And what the and the other part of this is is that Michigan just continues to bloviate about how the students were first. In no way, shape, or form in that sentence right there, in no way, shape, or form has the student athlete at Michigan ever been first for a Jim Harbaugh football team. Ever. The fact that he stands up there and talks about his contract and the fact that Michigan says we're we're gonna explore all options. And Michigan fan goes wild about leaving the Big Ten. How does that put the student-athlete first? How does it put the student-athlete first when Balake Corum is out there talking about vacuum LLCs? How does it put the student-athlete first, the fact that their coach has been suspended now for exactly half of their regular season game? That'd be America's team. So help me understand how Jim Harbaugh standing up there talking about America's team and then days later admitting that, yeah, we did this and I'm going to take another three-game suspension. Is it too strong to say that? Because I, I agree with that sentiment, that that by taking the suspension and copping out of the the legal piece in court, you're admitting that you know you did this. That's my opinion. Oh, I, there's I, no question. Those actions say that. And you, we can sit here and sports wash what he did. It, it, for his original three-game suspension, because that's what this is. Let's let's stop pulling punches. What Michigan is doing is trying to sports wash over the the level one and level two violations where Jim Harbaugh took recruits and bought them burgers at one of the most famous food spots in Ann Arbor. He wasn't even trying to avoid getting caught, right? Let's not forget that he had coaches watching recruits work out on zoom calls let's not forget that jim harbaugh himself got and admitted to a level one violation for being dishonest when he was questioned by the ncaa for which he took a voluntary self-imposed three-game rip to start the season and now here we are again jim harbaugh falling on the sword for the honor of michigan student athletes i don't break the rules Please, that's not what happened here. You took this three-game suspension because there's no way to defend what you did. There's no way to defend the fact that it doesn't matter. And that's the disingenuous piece about this BS statement that Michigan put out that says the conference has confirmed that it's not aware of any information suggesting Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations, which what does that have to do with the price of a burger in Ann Arbor, friends, 
because we all know that it's no longer permissible for your assistants to be bag men and you to claim plausible deniability. So why should I be punished? The NCAA doesn't care about your plausible deniability. Your assistant coach, and you've not denied your assistant coach who called himself an assistant coach, had a sign stealing operation. Sign stealer guy. He used his publicly available Venmo account. He bought tickets to all these other games in his own name. We've heard from the people that he employed to go to other stadiums. We have it on tape where Connor Stallions is on the sidelines looking lovingly and longingly through Ray-Ban glasses, in my opinion, on Central Michigan's sideline. Oh, but if that wasn't bad enough, yeah, here he is. Look at him glaring at Jim Harbaugh. Oh, here's another one where he is uh, standing right next to the offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, here's another one where Connor Stallions is mere feet from Jim Harbaugh. There's video all over the internet of Connor Stallions on the sidelines saying, at, watching the signal come in, yelling edge pressure. And what did Jim Harbaugh do? Took his headphones off so he could hear Connor Stallions, put them back on, hit his talk button, and then said, edge pressure. Did he just think that somehow Connor Stallions woke up with a with a really incredible ability to decipher signals? Did you really think that was just from him standing there for a few minutes? Do you really think you beat Ohio State when you couldn't beat Ohio State's, you know, parent fraternity's beer league team? Institute. Like, are you kidding me right now? Do you, it, it, this, this statement right here is my exact problem with what Michigan has become because of who they are associated with. Remember how harsh their words were. Like all members of the Big Ten Conference, we're entitled to a fair, deliberate, thoughtful process to determine the full set of facts before judgment's rendered. What happened to due process now, guys? That's what's incredible. What Today's action by Tony Petiti disregards the conference's own handbooks, violates basic tenets of due process. Hey, guys, what happened to due process? Why? Here's the other question as you read through this hit piece on Tony Petiti. Here's what I want to know. One of your boys was on the bench for this hearing tomorrow. Um, the judge who was going to hear the Michigan TRO, temporary restraining order, went to Michigan, then went to Michigan Law School, played football at Michigan, now lectures at Michigan, and is on the bench in Michigan. You know. How confident could you have really been in your evidence that due process was taken from us. You know. When you were done bloviating and putting out hit pieces on Tony Petiti, what's wrong? Did reality slap you right in the in, in the nut bag? And you suddenly realize that due process isn't part of this because it's not a criminal investigation? So what the hell does due process have to do? And you keep hanging on to this bullshit about how Jim Harbaugh had no idea? What does that have to do with the price of the burger you bought illegally for recruits during the COVID dark period? Absolutely nothing. Because it doesn't matter if Jim knew. It doesn't matter if due process was involved. You know what matters most? You have never denied that you guys did this. And now your actions suggest you're admitting you did it. So there you go. I'm tired of the BS. I'm tired of this whole thing where you're dragging one of the best institutions in the country 
the University of Michigan. You're dragging them in the mud to defend a really mediocre football coach Best. who most people don't like. And when I say most people, I mean the people in your own building. And then you want to say it's about the kids as to why you didn't want to hear your accountability hearing. But what are you talking about? So I can't wait for us to go through the comments section right now and see Michigan fan, you know, preaching about Jim Harbaugh's hey, innocence. Hey, uh, J.J. McCarthy, just out of curiosity, where's the tweet saying bet today? Yeah. Where's the free Smart Har ass. Where's the free Harbaugh? Where's the Where's the free Harbaugh? Oh, wait, that's right. Nobody imprisoned him. He imprisoned himself. Mm. So we're supposed to free Harbaugh from himself? I love the fact that they took, you know, the, the shirt that says never surrender. They put Jim Harbaugh's face on it. Uh, hey, uh, he surrendered today. Um, what do you, so never surrender. He surrendered Jim Harbaugh. Man, it, 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 I don't know if maybe I'm just having some ear pain, but it sounds pretty damn quiet in here from Michigan red ass. It's just ridiculous, dude. It's absolutely ridiculous. Irick. So they're not America's team any longer. Are they going back to Michigan versus every uh, everyone rule follower? I mean, be America's team. Yeah, I love the I love the a holes who are like, oh, today on Twitter it was awesome. Like the timing of this announcement could not have been better for my trolling. <laughs> um, I had this dude who was sending me like these tweets, and he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, you know. And now he has made his his Twitter account is what it is, but his logo is Michigan versus everybody. Well, I'm just saying you did this to yourself because you took the six game rip. Those are, I'd remind you not once, but twice you took voluntary suspensions because you broke rules. Not, in, any changes. not in a decade in one season, Jim Harbaugh has self suspended six games in one season. How are, like, you're Michigan. You can't do better than this guy? Just a stalwartness. Not one, not two, three level one investigations. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure which, which piece you were counting, whether it was the six games, the three level one investigations, uh, you know, the zero national titles you've won. Uh, you know, I just, I was just getting lost in the numbers. That's my bad. What do you mean this topic's over? You're beating a dead mule, Monty. This topic is done now. It's not even oh, close to done. So now it's done because you're a Michigan apologist and you don't want to pay OG the piper. Gary. You don't want to pay the piper. It's not nearly done. I what do have, you think the NCAA is going to say dude, about this? Dude, I'm not cutting you a free pass. And I don't want any DMs after the show about how we called your ass out. You were the one defending Jim Harbaugh. You were the one saying, this is a witch hunt. This is ridiculous. We're, you know, everyone's stealing. So I believe your first comment on this two weeks ago was, hey, everyone's stealing signs. We've done nothing wrong here. We're being singled out. You took the words right out of, you know, Charles Woodson's mouth. And now you want to come in here after they just copped out, after they just audibled, after they caved. just walked their they ass caved. off the field and caved and didn't want to have a hearing, and you want to tell me that this topic is done. 
No, the hell it's not done. It's not done. The NCAA is just getting started. So you might want to sit your ass down and get your popcorn because it's coming. I promise (laughs) you. I would also point out if they lose to Maryland or Ohio State, you think this topic's done? Do you think if they squeak by Maryland this weekend in College Park that this topic's done? It's so incredible to me. Oh, we're not going to do the hearing. We're going to put out a statement and then nothing. It's like the original response. Nothing is ongoing. We're unaware of any ongoing, you know, ongoing. Uh, uh, investigations. investigations Jim Harbaugh, they they said this is why Michigan wanted this. The investigation's over. Jim Harbaugh's done nothing wrong. He's falling on the sword for us. Mm. All right. Contract extension. No, it doesn't work like that. Uh, Spike, Ann Arbor is slowly burning to the ground. I don't know about that. Mike Smith, OG Gary, done that Monty show Amazon gift card. So who is laughing now? <laughs> he did. He he won it fair and square. He won it fair yeah, and square. Yeah, unlike Michigan against the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, OG Gary says, was I also the not the same one who admitted I was wrong? You did. Yeah, but I'm not giving you a free pass. You, you admitted you were wrong then, but now you want us not to talk about this, and that's not going to happen. I think this is the the biggest story in college football. This slash the Pac-2, the Pac-2 conspiracy theory group now can go get on their UFOs and fly away. Yeah. Because I think, I frankly think that that the Pac, I, I like the Pac-2 story much more because we nailed it like eight weeks ago now. And Ross Dellinger's just now reporting it. Love you, Ross. I'm, you know. I just think it's so comical how... How like assholeish Michigan fan was. You guys were red asses. You wanted, you were more than happy to stick it to everybody and say us against the world, and we're just winning now. So everyone's picking on us. And now when it comes back around, you you don't want to take your medicine. You you don't want to hear it. You want to be done talking about it. I got news for you, man. You can't have it both ways. Much like Jim Harbaugh. You can't say Jim is, you know, your guy. And then when he doesn't win any national championships and he gets caught cheating to beat Ohio State, then you can't just jump off the bandwagon. I just, I, I like, think, doesn't work. I think Michigan fan doesn't want to talk about the fact that Jim Harbaugh suspended himself for six games this it's year. It's incredible. You didn't fight it. Like you, in my opinion, on some level, Michigan nation Got played by this guy. Jake, it's Wolverine Nation. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Wolverine Nation got played by Harbaugh. Oh, my God. He went to Michigan. You know, he's everybody's all-American. You know, he's the iron wall that viruses break against. He eats an apple a day to keep the doctor away. And apparently, he's very proficient at running your program through the mud. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I'm not going to be the guy... That gives you a free pass on it. You guys were all assholes about it. Now you don't want to hear about it. That's the thing I have trouble with is it it is what it is. Uh, Katie Raider, Monty, Michigan has further uh, tamed the sport we all love, turned people off. Oh, I agree with that. Tainted. Yeah. Well, anytime I see the word taint, I tend to get excited. (laughs) You know. You know. Uh, Roundabout. Michigan fan is dug in about as hard as Penn State fan during all the pedo stuff. <laughs> Everybody, I'd like to welcome oh, Roundabout back dude. to the show. Bro, Roundabout. It's good to have you back. Welcome man. back. I missed I you. I needed dude. that. 
Uh, have you gone over the Big 12 issues with the way the tiebreaker rules read like a five-year uh, could have written them better? The, the tiebreaker, yeah. No, we're saving that one for another day when we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> the Big 12, the Big 12 has rarely made mistakes. I don't love the uh I don't love the tiebreaker rules. Lamont Tucker, what's up, Lamont? Jake, I've been neutral and fair-minded. He's a Michigan. Hmm. I all I want to ask Michigan fan is Jim Harbaugh worth this? I don't know how it's possible to say yes. Jim Harbaugh is not worth this. If if I'm good with it, if Michigan fan like Lamont, if you want to say, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, mi like Jim hasn't brought us national championships, but he's brought us relevancy again. We're we're in the college football playoff conversation every single year, uh, and that's good enough. If if that's what you want, then he's done a hell of a job. But I don't. I I think you deserve Natties. You are that team. I think you do. I, 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 and I think there are so many people who just won't. Yeah. They and my just God, won't. I would love somebody other than the SEC to win a national championship in college football. Good Lord. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's one of those deals where I, I all that we have to, all that we, we have to say is three letters F. FBI. And that's the one. And you were asking Buddy on Twitter this today, too, and he didn't have an answer for it. Dude, the FBI has been investigating you for probably eight to ten weeks now. Publicly, it's been like six, seven weeks. And you think that's just no big deal. Not sure how that it's works. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. What's the problem? Uh, Spike, ask them why one of their recruiters deleted their account. To, yeah, everybody's been sending. I've gotten this from, like, honest to God, Buckeye Nation, I love you. Stop sending me the fact that this guy's account no longer exists or is private or whatever the flip it is. I've gotten so many DMs. Oh, man, I ain't got to talk about this tonight. Delete it as account. What a cock. Like, Fine, Steeler guy. Okay. okay. Uh, Jim R., most annoying fan base, Michigan or Texas? Texas is back, though. Uh, Joseph Harper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I now... If I could pull it back out of the ethos, I probably yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, pulling would it not. back is a key skill. Of oh I think I've hit it every time. I believe you have, Coach. Uh, Michigan story is like a leaky faucet, annoying as hell when it's dripping, but it's not going away until you replace the plumbing. Facts. James Knight, uh, UNC Monty is starting to lose his shit again. Okay. Is that supposed to say Uncle Monty? I don't know what that's supposed yeah, to what say. Yeah, what, what does that mean, dude? Uh, Jim Choi. There's a reason why UCLA is leaking Kelly getting going to get fired. UCLA already got the coach to replace Kelly and his local San Gabriel product from the city of Glendora. Who is it? I happen to have significant ties to the Glendora Tartan football team. I don't. Uh, but I used to live in Glendora. I have family that, that lives in the San Gabriel Valley. So I don't know who the answer would be. Uh, Aaron Wilson roundabout going to be sad after West Texas this weekend. Ooh. Ooh. Tanner Plummer on most days, Texas right now, Michigan. Yeah. On most days, Texas, uh, Mike Smith, they screwed up the tiebreaker rules, but they have gone about correcting them just in, uh, a ham fisted way. Truth. Um, Oh God, Eric Wasikowski. So is JJ Jim's wonder hole. I'm sorry. Wonder hole. Um, 
We should move on. Jeff Woodworth, Jane's addiction playing in Ann Arbor this weekend, been caught stealing once on the sidelines of a CMU game. I've been caught stealing once when I was five. Um, That's a good song. Uh, roundabout. We'll see, Texas Tech fan. We'll see. Hell yeah, you'll see. Um, James Knight, don't play the victim, Michigan fan. You did this shit to yourself. Okay. I mean, that's facts. That is facts. Mike Smith. Pedo state stuff still pisses me <laughs> off all these years later. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? And I always say I don't believe that they should be playing football. Never, ever again. Uh, we don't eat crow, sage tumbleweeds occasionally, Warren well. Wilson says. Uh, OG Gary, I'm not asking for a free pass. I didn't tuck tail and run like the other apologists. Just saying that we've been talking about this every day for weeks now. And the same arguments are being repeated. They are. You're right. I'm a terrible talk show host. Tanner Plummer, if Michigan go, uh, does worse during the time Jim is gone, then it would, wouldn't would shock me if Michigan fans believe that it's worth it to go to war for Jim. I, well, so he's only missing three days. You guys remember that, right? Like this isn't a three-week ban where he's gone for 21 days. Three days, he can coach all week long. He does not call plays offense or defense. It, it, like Jake said earlier, is he the one deciding to go for one or two? Is he the one deciding field goal or fourth and one? Maybe. I don't think it's that big of a loss. It's not. And they're they're four and zero without him. So how much of a loss could it be? Eddie Phillips, Harbaugh tomorrow. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Man, I hope he does a press conference. <laughs> Uh, conundrum guilty by account deletion. Everybody is, is, is on this. And I was looking on Twitter, like the guy did delete his account. Infowars.com. It's, it's tough to get away from that, that this coach did delete his account and it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But maybe he's just transitioning the threads. <laughs> <laughs> Threads is a great app, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, I Truth Social—that's where he's going, dude. Did you guys hear how much money Truth Truth Social has lost? Seventy-four million dollars and only made because it's million. garbage, and only made three million. But it is a big guilty sign around your neck. Absolutely. I hesitate to put. I shouldn't put this guy's account up here, but. Um, this is the Miss Michigan coach that everybody's talking about. Deleted his Twitter account. Mm. What was on the account? I, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. I, I, does anybody care? I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, Jim Choi, Michigan football program that lost control of its program. Lack of institutional control. Yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal Hebrew. Oh my, another irrelevant Penn State reference from another school scandal. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like when you're a Penn State fan and somebody has a scandal and all of a sudden all you're hearing is Sandusky, Paterno, Pedo, Redheads, Pedo Sandusky, Pedo State. Uh, the, the, Happy Ending Valley. The Fighting Paternos. Like, you just hear it all. <laughs> and it's just like that thing, like when that bird pecks you on the head. Hey, Paterno State. You just every single time. Every single time. Uh, Jim Choi says, I grew up in Pasadena. Nice. 
I don't know. Do they have another coach? I have no idea. Chip Kelly has not been, you know. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, he left X not for threads or truth, but for BET, for bet. Okay. Okay. Aaron Wilson, I have 50,000 followers on Truth Social. Is that true? Okay. Screenshots or it didn't happen, dude. Uh, uh, Kyle Wilson. Ooh, Kyle. All right. Okay. So, Kyle Wilson, are you? Because we got to talk about this too. Oh, God. Oh, my beaver has been beat up. Oh. <laughs> on Twitter today, Oregon State fan was like, I'm not buying season tickets. And I'm going to burn my diploma. This asshat on Twitter is like, I'm burning my diploma. Okay, so let me get this right. Oregon State did nothing to themselves. They formed a scheduling alliance. The best thing they could do. And your reaction is, I'm burning my diploma? Oh, God. My poor beaver. And I'm burning my diploma. What are you, a LeBron? when he left Cleveland? Come on, guy. How do you get from not buying season tickets? I'm burning my diploma. What will that buy? I'm just curious. Just curious. What will burning your diploma approve? What will it prove? That you, that you never went to Oregon State? You see, I'm a guy of simple taste. <laughs> what? Burning my diploma, money. Okay. Kyle Wilson. As a penalty, Michigan should pay a fine, which will be donated to the Save Oregon State Football Foundation. We're going to sue! Why have you left me here, Brett? Brett, come on, take me in out of the cold! I'm over here in Corvallis, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to eat Kirk Schultz's body to survive <laughs> I'm burning now, let me tell you what now. let me tell you what now I'm burning my diploma <laughs> it's so cold over here in Corvallis oh, dude. that we're gonna have to burn our diplomas to stay warm this case is empty <laughs> empty the opposite of full Okay, so we formed a schedule. Guys, now. guys, 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 guys. I don't feel like giving back my season tickets is enough. I'm burning my diploma. <laughs> Seems reasonable. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it does not. That'd be like, uh, it's so unreasonable. It'd be like skipping Bucked Up's early Black Friday sale. Buckedup.com. Yes, yes, yes. Buckedup.com, early Black Friday. Uh, make sure you get there, get 50% off. Use a promo code sports 50 got on the scale this morning. Reluctantly only because I remembered I didn't do my laundry. So I went down to the laundry room where my scale is. I didn't bring my laundry, even though I'm going to Hawaii in, in 48 hours, I didn't bring my laundry. I did weigh myself lost two and a half pounds. You guys, I'm telling you bucked up is absolutely responsible for me being in the, the best shape I've been in, in years. Um, it has been remarkable. Everything from pre-workouts. I tell you every day about Buckshot. They're whey protein isolate. We got our 50% off shipment yesterday. Collagen peptide, endurance for my wife's triathlons, all of the Buckshot, all of the stuff that we use on a regular basis that helps us play better golf, play more golf, 
workout, lift weights, all of that stuff that makes you healthier, Bucked Up's got an answer for you. It's their best sale of the year, early Black Friday. They're going to go until they're sold out. It, it is that simple. If you've been waiting or hesitating, and people DM'd me today um, and were saying, hey, uh, is Buckshot still available at buckedup.com? It is. In fact, I can tell you that Blue Raz is restocked. I told you yesterday, Blue Raz was sold out. You can get a box of 12 Buckshots for 15 bucks. That is a steal. It is usually $32.99. They'll give it to you today for 15 bucks. It, it's awesome. And whether you are somebody that, you know, are, if you go to the gym and you don't use pre-workout, you're missing out on life. And the last thing I'll tell you about Bucked Up, they use the, the best products with the best ingredients that do exactly what they say they're going to do. So when you use their weight protein isolate, you're getting quick, absorbing, you're getting more of that whey protein into your system to help your muscles recover from your workout. That pre-workout, that's going to get your blood flowing. That's going to dilate your, your vessels to get that blood flowing, to give you that pump, to make that pump when you're working out easier to attain. You're going to sweat more. Your heart rate's going to live in a higher fat burning zone. Like that's what they do. Their pre-workouts, you guys know bucked up pre-workouts are the best in the business. Go into any bucked up store. Tell them you heard about them on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can of bucked up energy. Go to buckedup.com, use the promo code SPORTS50. Their whole site is 50% off right now at buckedup.com. Conundrum, is Michigan's coach Steve Klinkscale being investigated by the FBI? I have no idea. Roundabout, then why is JMU butthurt about it? Wow. Okay. We should talk about this too. James Madison is 10-0. They are not currently eligible by NCAA rules. And I am astonished that the state of Virginia is going to file an antitrust lawsuit because of it. How is it unfair practices when it's applied across the board? You weren't the only ones. And I keep I keep trying to, to grasp this. And this pertains to Michigan as well. Do we really need politicians passing bills, laws, and ordinances to govern sports? Well, it's not like they have anything else to do. I mean, is is that really what we're asking for? Like what it, it's it's not like JMU is being singled out. Are they a great story? They are. It's too, if you don't know when you step up to division 1, it's a 2-year bowl ban. You have to wait two years to be postseason eligible. And I, it, to get your 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 state attorney involved and talking about doing, you know, this, this. Guy, our country has so many problems right now. Can we just focus on taking care of our people and not? suing leagues and governing bodies for just one one day it it really bothers me and by the way i hate it too i hate the hey it's a two-year wait when you step up to division one you're stepping up to division one if i step up to division one and go 10 and 0 that's that's you know all those teams that lost that's their problem not my problem 
So I disagree with it, but I don't think we should be having, you know, states getting involved in, in athletics. Yes, Mark Hales. Cry me a river jam. You, you knew the terms when you agreed to take a step up. Facts. You knew the rules. Katie Rader, uh, while the NCAA is trash, government is filling the vacuum. I don't even disagree with that, but we don't focus on governing. Like it drives me crazy. We're, we, we're paying you to make it better, not get involved in petty issues. Politicians are so incredibly disappointing right now. Uh, I There's so many stupid decisions. Uh, the Christie, they've been Division One for decades. It's after, yes. Oh, well, when you step... Anyway, uh, Johnny Gonzalez, how good is that conference? Probably not that great. Jeff Woodworth, uh, I don't agree with government getting involved, but can the NCAA stop following antiquated rules? I don't disagree with you, but they are the rules. Change the rule if you don't like the rule. Don't go to your state attorney general. That's what I hate. I, I Nobody believes that JMU should be banned from postseason play. Nobody. But it's the rule. Change the rule, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. Um, let's see. Kyle Wilson talking to AAR. Remember, it's the top six champions and six at large in the current format. That means Oregon State would have to be no, 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 dude. Oregon State fan, please. Do you understand that the system is changing? It's not going to be six and six next year. What like what why is I think Oregon State fan is now the Michigan fan who's like, I'm a victim. And you might actually be a victim. It doesn't mean that you have to ignore what reality is. It's going to be a five-seven model. There are going to be four conference championship auto bids, the top ranked G5 conference champion. And then seven at-large bids. And every Oregon State fan was like, an undefeated Oregon State team's not getting in over a three-loss SEC team. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Now, it's your job to make sure that you have an adequate strength of schedule. Well, look at Air Force. Nobody wants Air Force in. Well, because it's Air Force. It's not Oregon State. Air Force, the one-off wonder. Like, oh my god! I, I think you have to at some point. I understand you guys are really busy trying to find kindling for your diplomas to burn. But I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> can we at least play in in like common sense? Please. Oh, that'd be that'd be too easy, dude. OG Gary, it's like stabbing yourself and being surprised. Knives are sharp. <laughs> <laughs> okay you've redeemed yourself you're out of the doghouse now that was fine i like the analogy where people are like hey is this thing loaded let me look down the barrel anyway mark hales <laughs> i don't agree with the terms but you do what you say you will do correct jim Choi. James Madison got a better deal than 90% of schools headed to bowl games. They got the ESPN game day and McAfee show showing up. Oh, God, he skipped Corvallis. Oh, ESPN hates us. Oh, when did, oh, why won't 
real quick, real quick. Uh, it, that's not what it was. It was ESPN's trying to kill us and kill our opportunities. That was. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, ESPN's trying to kill us and our opportunities. They don't like beavers, those damn virgins in Bristol. <laughs> oh, I knew today would be shitty. Brett, why have you forsaken me? Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus, your mark, please. Brett Christ, save me. You dub fan Jim. <laughs> Why won't the NCAA just give them a waiver? Because they don't give anybody waivers on this. They don't. Mike Smith, maybe the Michigan lawyers uh, can help JMU. They don't have anything <laughs> else know, to Risa. do now. Ain't got nothing else to do, man. Yeah, you know, maybe we can jump on a JMU message board and copy a, a response. Hey, can we file suit in Virginia with a JMU judge? The ink isn't dry yet. Nah, bro, they all went to Michigan. Like, <laughs> I don't even... Okay. Jeff Whitworth, the problem is the NCAA could change the rules, but decided not to. Well, look, JMU's here. Nah, fuck them. We're not going to change the rules. <clears throat> All right, let's Oh, sure. Of, of course I understand why people are upset. All right. Uh, what's next on the docket? Oh, screwing Oregon State. Okay. Um, okay, fuck you. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's just throw uh, some whiteboard ideas out there. How can we screw Oregon State? You have a deal. <laughs> right. Oh, Katie Rader, uh, Monty, glad you're a libertarian like myself because you can't be a Democrat or a Republican right now. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Bernie Sanders losing control. Did you see it? They, you're having a Senate hearing. <laughs> and one guy's like, I'm going to kick your ass. And the other guy's like, nah, bro, I'm going to kick your ass. So you want to find respect. out? You want to find out? Yeah, I do. You want to do it right here? Yeah, I do. All right, let's do it. And Bernie Sanders is like, you can't do this in my meeting. You can't do it. I'm pounding the gavel. He has huge, huge. No. Socialism for everybody. No. <laughs> um, Bernie Sanders is like, you two don't fight. First of all, do you guys have Obamacare? How dare you? Bernie trying to break up a fight between two young strapping bros on his committee was must watch TV. What do you bitch? Must watch. I, I mean, God bless Bernie Sanders, but you ain't getting in front of nobody. Well, who do you think you are, Draymond Green? <laughs> you know, I know for my for my own personal self, I was when I was watching Draymond Green choke out that wussy French guy, Rudy Gobert. I was thinking do to myself, you even lift? man, too bad for Gobert that you know Bernie Sanders isn't there to stop it. I mean, he's the only guy. I'm for real. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Bernie Sanders has huge jowls. He does. He has. It's odd to me. Uh, when did American politics turn into British politics? Dude, did no, you guys no. see this the other day? There was a hearing. The witness is testifying under a grilling from a senator, and they wanted to physically scrap, dude. They, they wanted, wanted to, to throw, throw hands. hands. Dog. Okay, well, I don't want to testify, but I do choose violence. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Kyle Wilson. Nice to see no one here doesn't have the ability to see how the CFP has operated since its inception. To say Oregon State playing a Mountain West schedule would be chosen is ignorant to the extreme. Oh, God! <laughs> Dude. Do you really? Your, your pure ignorance to the opportunity in front of you is incredible. 
incredible. So you think that a, a, a and maybe it was you, Kyle. You think a three-loss SEC team is getting in under an over an undefeated Oregon State team? Uh, that's not going to happen. It's not in a twelve-team playoff. That's not going to happen. If Oregon State, who's twenty-third, I think, and, and I could be wrong. Admittedly, I mean, it's never happened before, but I, it could be. Yeah, I mean, um, usually we're eight weeks ahead of time. So you know, sorry about um, that. And I believe Oregon State right now is eight and two. And they're, where are they in the, the college football? I think they're Bro, 23rd. The, the graphics in there, dog. Like, okay. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, I'm right. sorry. Uh, I believe Oregon State is 23rd. Here's the AP poll. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 10th in the AP poll. Right. Hmm? They are, let's see. Let me let me come on. Hide the current comment. Um, they are you know what, Jake? Uh, dude, I'm just trying to help, bro. Eleventh, excuse me. So right now you're in. Just next year you'd be in right now. And so, you want to sit here and cry me a river. So Oregon State's unknown. What is what are you? JMU? What you're unknown? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can't tell me that if you're undefeated and you should be with Mike Smith and a Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Smith and a, uh, Mountain West schedule, you're better than every team in the Mountain West right now. Absolutely. You're telling me that if you were in this same position, you think they're going to find a way to screw you. Do you truly believe that? That's, I think they do based on the fact that they just got piped in realignment. Yeah, that's not, they're and that's not your problem. I just think that's crazy talk. You have to separate the realignment stuff with your path forward. It's wild. Uh, I know a three. How do you know? Tell, tell me. You tell. Bring me your greatness. You know. You don't know anything. It, there's. Wait, show me Whoa, the precedent. Hold on. Hold on. An independent. They're not an independent, sir. Yeah, they're not an independent. What are you talking about? I know a three-loss SC team, C team would get in over an independent, undefeated OSU. They're not independent. What do you mean? What are you talking? Like, this is what you're making shit up, man. How is Oregon State independent? They're in the Pac-12 playing the Mountain West and a non-conference schedule. So... This is when you're creating problems that don't exist. Now, I agree it's a racket. You're in the Pac-12 playing a Mountain West schedule. Okay, I agree. It's a racket. No, no doubt about it. It's not ideal. No doubt. But that doesn't mean you're not getting in. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying, dude. This So this goes all the way back to, oh, the conference is getting $300 million and they've got two years to be eight teams. Okay, so put the conference crap aside for a second and understand who you are at Oregon State. You have two years where you're going to be under the the Pac-12 designation unless they figure out a merger with the Mountain West, which one would assume that they would within that time, but who the hell knows? So you're you're technically in a conference, and the college football playoff committee just changed it to a 5-7 format. I'd highly recommend you beat Purdue next year. Good Lord. That's going to be what's going to determine this, how you will how you will schedule non-conference games. So let me get this right. Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State can roll Purdue regularly and get credit for it, but you can't? Come on now, dude. Yeah, I totally disagree. Come on. Uh, I, I think that we have seen, whether it was Utah and Boise State back in the day, 
I mean, Cincinnati certainly is, is this story. It, you're just trying to create problems that don't exist. And it, it just, it makes me crazy. And the Christie, I'm hoping they rename it before the season. Could do that. Uh, Bryce Martin, Kyle Wilson and other Oregon State fans don't have faith they'll go undefeated. They don't because they're certain that every recruit, every football player, and they're not going to have a football coach or a staff. And Scott Barnes is also going to become like a, a Buddhist monk and just leave Oregon State. Pack this thing up. We're out of here. It's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. Uh, LSU's a three-loss SEC team. We ain't making it. I can't believe it. We There should be, call the government, have somebody sue. Like, <laughs> I'm being a jerk. CJ Vance, what's up, CJ? Maybe a different show, but politicians are just idiots who steal your money. You ain't, well, you know. Yes, uh, uh Matt Ritson, how about next week, Notre Dame and Stanford, last game on Pac-12 Network? Maybe. Maybe not. We don't Notre know Notre Dame, our mother. We don't know yet. Uh, Mike Chase says, thanks for a great show. You're welcome. Uh, Conundrum, are uh, the Beavs all road games next year? They're not. They have a, for anybody who did not hear the story, um, the Pac-12 um, is close to announcing a football scheduling alliance with the Mountain West for 2024 and 2025. Um, that will basically have the Mountain West play seven conference games plus Oregon State and Washington State. And Washington State and Oregon State will not be eligible for the Mountain West Championship game. But on top of that, the bigger story is the College Football Playoff Committee last week, as we told you was going to happen, pulled the automatic qualifier from the Pac-12 by making a new rule. And I know Kurt Schultz was there, strapped into a chair, ready to... Again, choose violence. I'm for real. Uh, the college football playoff committee adopted a rule that a conference must have eight teams to be eligible for an automatic qualifier. Um, uh oh. Um, Podcast land in panic. Right? Like, there's a code 10 abort. Unless you listen to the Monty show and you knew this was happening already. Just curious, how's that $300 million conspiracy theory going? And where's the invite from the Big 12? The Big 12 is so much going to invite Oregon State and Washington State that Oregon State just did a two-year scheduling alliance with the Mountain West. Mm. Funny how that works. Sure, the Big 12's thrilled about that. Like, what? You guys are crazy. You're absolutely crazy, in my opinion. Uh, all right. 35 past the hour. I want to remind everybody, because I think a couple people have asked me about the Las Vegas drive away presented by sound sleep medical. We are giving away a trip for two, uh, to see the Raiders and the Vikings on December 10th in Las Vegas. And yes, we have a lot of entries, but the today and tomorrow really are the last two days for you to get entered because when we come back, we're going to give that prize away. Um, all you have to do is go to soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty, sign up for their free at-home sleep study. And listen, if you're somebody that snores, you guys, I really, I'm, I'm asking you, even if you don't want to go to Las Vegas, please take this seriously. Um, because you're looking at a situation where sleep apnea is life and death. It, it, it kills people in this country every single day. And what sleep apnea is, is when your jaw 
and your tongue essentially fall backward and it completely blocks or obstructs your airway. Snoring is a partially obstructed airway. It's a massive difference. Just because you snore does not mean you have sleep apnea. But when you have sleep apnea, you most always are somebody that snores loudly. You're that guy or gal that shakes away gasping for air. It's a big deal. When, you're, when your brain is not getting enough air, you're doing permanent brain damage, early onset dementia, depression, like sleep disorders. It's a big deal. Sound Sleep Medical has a solution that is likely to cost you zero out of pocket. Uh, if you have health insurance, overwhelmingly your health insurance is going to cover this. It's not invasive. It's not a CPAP machine. It's a simple oral appliance, otherwise known as a mouthpiece. Treat snoring and sleep apnea with no masks and no tubes. Just better, healthier sleep with Sound Sleep Medical. Use code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, to schedule a free sleep assessment today. Sound Sleep Medical, soundsleepmedical.com slash MONTY. Uh, free at-home sleep study. Basically, they give you a little bag. It's got a heart monitor in it. It's got a chest monitor in it, and you wear a ring. You sleep for the night. You take it back in, and they tell you, hey, you're somebody that snores. Here's a mouthpiece. We're going to build it so that it pulls your jaw forward. Hey, you have sleep apnea, and we got to get this taken care of right away. We're going to build you a mouthpiece that's going to make sure that doesn't happen. Cost Every one of them is custom. It's not like they pull them out of a box and say, try this one, try that one. They work with dentists who build you a custom mouthpiece. And um, it, it'll make a difference in your life, even if it allows you to sleep with your spouse again. Because I've heard from so many dudes that watch this show who say their wives sleep in a different room because they snore so loudly. G get this taken care of, guys. Bring your wife back into your bed, man. Be intimate. Have a better relationship. Be a better person. Be happier. Have more energy. Soundsleepmedical.com slash Monty. All right. A couple other things I want to get to real quick. We do have Thursday night football tonight. And I got to tell you, this is a game I'm actually really looking forward to. Uh, we talked about prize picking this game earlier in the show. If you guys are not playing prize picks, you absolutely have to. This is the one that I think is critical. And Jake, where are you? Joe Burrow. The number on Joe Burrow um, is 261 and a half. More or less passing yards. Yeah, you know, I'm inclined to go less, um, you know, for a couple of reasons. I, I think, and I'd have to look it back up, Joe Burrow is does not do well uh, during night primetime games. It's not his thing. Um, he has a big-time losing record. I can't remember. It's like 0-9, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's not a big-time, you know, primetime night game guy. Um, you know, so there's that. Uh, you know, the other thing is, is that, you know, the Bengals are really in this position where they've been rolling. They've been playing well. However, however, the however. Ravens have been playing better. And uh, you'd be hard-pressed to get me to believe that the Bengals are going to come out here and beat this Raven team right now. I Generally speaking, yeah, I would, I would, you know, think that the Bengals, you know, have a better track record. But right now, I think the Ravens are playing better football. My concern is that Lamar Jackson may turn the football over in this game. Don't have a great reason why, just kind of a gut feeling that he may try to do too much tonight, may force it into a window he shouldn't, and that's going to give Joe Burrow extra possessions. And if that happens, <clears throat> the Bengals will be right in this. But 
I do think the Ravens are going to take this one, and I do think that Lamar should have a good night. More on Lamar, less on Joe Burrow. Yes. Uh, on prize picks. That's how I would go with this. I think it's pretty straightforward. I would get to prizepicks.com, promo code Monty, get 100% deposit matching. You put 50, they give you 50. You put 10, they give you 10. Prizepicks.com, use the promo code Monty. I love, love, love the Ravens in this matchup. Now, tomorrow morning, we're doing the show uh, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll be live because some of us <clears throat> leave for Hawaii tomorrow morning. No. Well, begin their long multi-state, <laughs> multi-state across state lines. And I'm dude, sure I'm there will be victims. No, both ways, dude. Come on. Can you Uphill. at least have some sympathy for me, dude? Jake, uh, begins his long journey to hooking tomorrow. Oh God. Why did I drive? I didn't know the ocean was here. Jake, so we're... Yeah, that's what you said this morning on virtual golf, dude. Yeah, you're an asshole for cheating on virtual golf. Um, we're going to Hawaii for a week. Jake is going to Vegas. Yeah. Does it seem like $1,000? It did. So he's driving to Vegas, flying from Vegas to Hawaii, flying from Hawaii to Vegas, driving back to Salt Lake. Yes. Good luck. I'll be uh, I'm flying first class on Delta because Pimp's going Pimp. I'm Must not, be nice, dude. I'm not in first class. Must be nice. Uh, but before that, we've got Bengals at Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens to cover. What do you like? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt yeah, your vodka I was, drinking? I was drinking to get my vodka drinking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think, you know, minus three and a half for the Ravens. Yeah, I, I think they'll cover that. I, I think this is a... This potentially is a seven to ten point win. I think for the uh -huh. Ravens, I think Lamar, Lamar tends to create a lot of chaos, man. And the Bengals have not exactly been tackling great. Uh, you know, obviously improved, and that's why they've been winning some ball games. But tackling's been an issue for them. So against a guy who's slippery the way Lamar is, I I think, yeah, I think the Ravens cover the three and a half, uh, forty six and a half. I don't love that. Thursday primetime games typically go under. So I'd be on the Ravens to cover and this to go under. So one of the things that's happened through this Michigan scandal is Ohio State fan has become a, a regular on the show. Mm -hmm. I've got like three DMs right now. And one of them's from this cat, Preston, who's like, you hate everything about Ohio. You've never talked about the Reds, not once. Dude, what? Dude, we did. We said, well, uh, forgive me. Uh, Bama's baseball coach hired Buddy in Great American Ballpark to place bets that, out of your book. Not, and now he's banned from any sports book there for life. Uh, but he's also telling me if I don't pick Cincinnati tonight, it confirms that I'm secretly a Michigan. Oh. <laughs> Joseph Lee Burrow. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens, bro. Because I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. I love the Ravens. Take them minus three and a half. I think you take the over in this game because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, eight fifteen on Prime Video. I love the Ravens and I love the over. All right, pimp's going pimp. Okay. Uh, when am I ever wrong? Uh, yeah. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Yeah, right now it's probably the Ravens. Yeah, right now it's probably the Ravens. I think it is playing today. I think it's the Baltimore Ravens. Now, when we get to December, that's probably going to change again, but. I look at some of these situations, like I look at Nick Bosa and Chase Young, I'm terrified. 
You should be. Right? Like the San Francisco 49ers will figure it out. I mean, you already had a great defense there. Now you've got more pressure coming. But the one thing I'm unsure of is if, is if I can support a quarterback who wears the same underwear and admittedly does not wash them. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes sat on a podcast the other day that he wears. It wasn't a podcast. It was a Manning cast, which nobody watches anymore, by the way. <laughs> Uh, record low attendance on the Manning cast. But he he said on the Manning cast that he wears the same underwear, and this is what Jake came up with, that he wears the same underwear, and there are times <laughs> where if they're playing really well, he does not wash his underwear between games. It's disgusting. Do you know how crusty that must be? It, it is absolutely disgusting, dude. I So I never wear boxer shorts for more than... 12 hours. Never. So I put on a, when I get out of bed in the morning and yeah, I eat a lot of oats. So yeah, I was going to say, was it the three oatmeals in a row? There's a lot of a fart residue in those boxers when I eat a lot of oats, right? But can you imagine a time where you don't change or wash your boxers for like three weeks? No, hell no, dude. No. I cannot even bro. No. Um, which is odd to me that I can't even, but my point is I could never do it. I couldn't do it. I, I get up in the morning. Like today I got up at six, changed my drawers, put on fresh boxers, went to the, went to the, no, went to the driving range, came back home, changed my, took a shower, changed my boxers again, put on new boxers, came to work. Yeah. There's nothing like a crispy new set of boxers, dude. Tonight before I go to bed, I will change my boxers again. Will you really? Yes. Uh, I don't change it again. No, dude. dude. I do not sleep in my dirty ass all day boxer shorts, but they're not all day. Okay. What are so they, six hours old. No, like maybe 10 hours old. No. If no. I go to bed around 10 today, I put these on around 11. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I am not doing it. And I think it's weird that Patrick Mahomes does this. I, I'm just telling it's you. It's odd. Roundabout. That's because Monty's underwear looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. It doesn't. I. If you guys have not discovered the greatness of Under Armour boxer shorts, you're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> That's probably strong. Under, Under Armour boxer shorts are the greatest thing ever. Yes, AAR says Chief's Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what's in that kingdom war. <laughs> Roundabout. Chiefs are the best. It's not even close. No, they're not. No, no. Mike Smith. Mama says Joe is so angry because he has all those teeth and no toothbrush. That could be. Arrowhead my ass. Right. Uh, Pat Chafe Mahomes. Pat Chafe there, there, Mahomes. There has to be chafing. <laughs> Tell me, if you're wearing the same underwear for weeks at a time because you play well in them, and you're not washing them, tell me that you don't get some, like, thacne. Tell just, me. No, just kind of weird. Yeah, tell me that you don't get some odd rubbing and. Odd rubbing. And, is that what we're calling it now? You know. You got to get stroked. Tell me. Honestly, that, I start stroking, guys. And and I'm just asking Brittany Mahomes, that Monday morning love sesh. Uh, A lot. Yeah, you got to take a shower before then. Biologics. And, and as his wife. Are you, that's disgusting. Like, stop. Juicy. CJ Vance, juicy. Uh, this show is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, Joseph uh, Harper, Jake uses his GPS to drive to Vegas and take the checkered in the Grand Prix. Damn right I do. Uh, no, I don't look like you know. Mike Smith, uh, does he have carbon fiber undies? Because those things should be torn up by now. That's the other thing. Stay hard. Like, who made your underwear? Was it Calvin Klein? Because I need that kind of durability. Calvin Klein is not durable, dude. How many pairs of boxer shorts do you own? Probably 12 or 15. Okay. Something like that. I I I think I have around 20. And I have probably five to seven that are the go-tos. I have several that I only wear for golf. And I have several that are like just day-to-day. Okay. Yeah. I, I one of the one of the things that like with the under, because I'm I, I do Under Armour as well. One of my favorite things about Under Armour boxers is the compression you get after you wash them. They're they're yes. super comfortable right out of the dryer. And yep. when you wear them, they stretch out. They do. If you're the guy that wears like the cotton hang loose boxer shorts, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> there's something. I'm cock. not, the boys are not banging off my thighs all day. We're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> right. That's, that's the, that's the lockdown network. You want to bang your balls off of your thighs? Go listen to the lockdown network. Anita they'll, Dick and me. Yeah. They'll do it for you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If you're the guy that wears those loose cotton boxers, you're dead to me. Me? Right? Like, I, 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 honest to God. Honest to God. Wow, Dave. Wow. Tommy Johns. Yes, Tommy Johns. HowardStern.com. Mm -hmm. Johnny Gonzalez, those boxers are a Picasso. That's damn right. Damn right. I, I yeah. Who who on the show wears the loose ass cotton boxers? Because I can't Stop. do it, dude. The cack. Uh, Mike Smith. The boxer briefs, best of both worlds. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Mark Hales, water boy reference for the win. Yes. Um, Car wash channel. And one, is there a better brand for underwear? And one, is there a better brand? Yeah, it's called Under Armour. Do P Does and one still exist? Bro, the professor doesn't play anymore, dude. Is like, and one still a brand? Like Escalade is done. James Knight. Great show, guys. Hashtag sarcastic. Okay. I made the hashtag part up. Uh, boxer briefs are where it's at. Yes. Uh, Jay Brennan. Y'all talking underwear. Another channel I watch is sponsored by Sheath Underwear. Okay. Sheath. Sheath. Scock. You know. <laughs> Mark Hales. Odd rubbing costs more. Odd rubbing. Lee Jensen. What's up, Lee Jensen? Juicy. Taylor isn't the <laughs> Taylor isn't the stain he's worried about. Oh, Ooh. nope. Uh, Jeff Travis Kelsey wears Swifties underwear during games. Stop. Honestly, that's our stroking guys. Do you guys remember? Oh my, the movie with the baseball movie, Bull Durham. You guys remember in Bull Durham where she's making him wear a garter belt? <laughs> I love that. Oh my God! Don't burn your crack in Hawaii. I'm gonna try not to. Yeah, this time it's going to be much cooler. We're not going to have 90% humidity. I cannot wait. Uh, Matt Ritson, he does wear cup jacket. Okay, but I don't care. You get that funk. Three-week-old dirty underwear has a certain funk that you are not. <laughs> that'll infect the lining of your jock strap every single day. There's some wild shit going on right now. Right? <laughs> Roundabout. Uh, how do you know it's not his wife's idea? Now maybe it is, but I'm still not doing it. She's a freak. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, he might be playing down to her level. Stop. 
Stop. Uh, CJ Vance from under cheese. From under cheese. Okay. K Nuren, Zach Wilson will take the Jets to the playoffs. K right on cue. Zach Wilson. My fucking ass. Zach Wilson doesn't, you know, have to worry about washing his underwear. He doesn't wear underwear. Probably too much. Uh, Walmart George brand for $250 million QB. That could be. Uh, Alex Smith. I call him Zach Milfson. Never heard of that before. That's pretty neat. Uh, Mike Smith. Walmart George t-shirts for that see-through look. It's called sheer. Jeff Woodworth. Two holes pulls a Kramer and Jets lets them hang out there. Hiscock. Hiscock. I'm so bricked up right now. One of the oh my god! One of the best parts about losing weight is like you have a lot more ballroom. Like I'm Can you talking measure about, it? I'm talking about dancing a cha cha in this ballroom. Like it's a lot when you your yeah your pants. Okay. Real quick, one other thing I want to I want to. Did you guys hear about George Santos speaking of weird dudes, bro? Did you guys hear about this? Dude, okay. You want to talk about a degenerate. So you know that George Santos is the congressman who is being investigated for a number of things. A myriad of items. But one of the things he's being investigated for is misappropriation of campaign funds. Turns out he spent the money on Botox and OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was he a consumer or a creator on OnlyFans? I'm because I'm not really sure. Listen, I'm running for office. I better get some Botox. Hiscock. What? First of all, I understand that I am sculpted and I don't need Botox. But does that look like a dude who benefited from Botox? No. Jackass. Like, you hit every branch on the way down, yeah, dude. Yeah, that dude is, um, it's not a good look right now, man. And and folks who go hardcore into Botox, you know, wind up looking, I mean, quite literally like a different person. You, you don't look the same. He, and, and this is a guy who already looks like a douche. Like, okay, well, I don't know if he looks like a douche or not. He looks like a criminal to me. I mean, when you're when you're a dude and you are spending money on Botox, okay, I everybody's got their need. You you need that Botox, dude. Okay. When it's love it to be wider. When it okay, wow. <laughs> when it's campaign finance funds that you spent on Botox, oh somehow, and again, this is just me. But somehow, I I just don't wow, see. Wow, that's a creepy picture of him. I just don't see. One, how have you how have you not been expelled from Congress yet? Am I the only one who's a little surprised? Even for the most extreme side of any one of these parties, you are what you are. How is this creepy ass mofo still in Congress? Whoa, that dude. is a creep. He is contemplating unaliving somebody right there, dude. Tell me I'm wrong, dude. I'm for real. Why are you taking both Botox injections? Well, because I gotta look good on my OnlyFans account. So you better check yourself. 
Again, somebody else spending money on OnlyFans. Now, I can say I don't personally, I'm not asking you to out yourself, but I don't know a single person in my life who has spent money on OnlyFans. (laughs) But again, you lie about your porn addiction, so you don't. I don't have a porn addiction, dude. Same thing. Uh, My point is, have you ever spent a dollar on OnlyFans? No. Neither have I. No. And I'm just curious. Because I, I don't understand the concept of it. Dude. Well, I mean, I do, but I don't. Like, you can get that type of content for free. We all know that. Is it literally just that you need the fixation of of a creator <laughs> custom making you content now? I do not get it. What, what George? It wasn't good enough to spend campaign funds on, you know, uh, uh, an adult content website for free? That you couldn't do that? You had to go to OnlyFans to spend your money? Come on, man. Like, uh, that's the thing that's amazing to me. Okay, if you're a guy that watches prawn, okay, that's cool, dude. But but here's my question. Oh. Here's my question. Why are you paying for it? You can and I. It's I'm what the, I've always said, dude. Guys, I'm the one that always tell. What do I tell you about pornography? It's the great destroyer of humanity. It pornography is the great destroyer of men. You look at all the scandals. Right. Harvey Weinstein, Bill Clinton, you name it. Gates. Matt Gates, George Santos. What do they all have in common? They watch porn. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you, it's a great destroyer of men. And I don't think there's any way to get around it. I just don't see any way you get around it. Jeff Woodworth, uh, you want to know why you don't use too much Botox? Go look at Madonna. (laughs) Oh. Dude, oh, bro, dude, Madonna, Madonna. This is what I'm talking about. That doesn't even look like the same person. No, when she was younger, Jesus, Madonna was. Look an at absolute, her, dude. She was an absolute flamethrower. Dime. She was. Madonna was speaking of pornography. Like Madonna was Madonna. Stay hard. Her name was Madonna for a reason. And then somehow she fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. And paid to do it. Look how beautiful she was. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, Botox is great. Better send those refunds. Madonna or Madonna? Madonna? Look at dudes, you guys. That's brutal. I don't understand it. That's absolutely brutal. I mean... Roundabout. Madonna now looks like the judge from the wall. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. I only heard pornography is great. I'm sure it is. I It has been a number of years since I partook. And I'm really lucky. Again, well-adjusted. I have a great marriage. My wife is fantastic. Like, I'm in a good place. I understand loneliness. I, then again, I've been in a relationship for 20 years. Like, I totally get it. But I'm I'm just warning you, it's the great destroyer of men, dudes. And George Santos. Yeah, that's bad. You spent campaign finance money on Botox and OnlyFans. Like I it's it's crazy to me. Uh Mike Phillips, Under Armour is good if you want to impress guys in the locker room. Ladies are not about the Under Armour. That's funny. It's not been my experience, sir. Me either. My wife loved me. Anyway, Mike Smith, Madonna looked her best in the Material Girl video. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Madonna, she just is one of those women that 
I, you just didn't need to do it, right? Like you, you just, you didn't, you, what was the whole point of it? That's the thing I don't understand. Like looking at all these pictures of Madonna in Material Girl, right? Like you're talking about 1983, I think that was. And Madonna was smoking hot, dude. And I wonder what is the what is the sickness that takes you from this <coughs> to this, right? Because it's brute like this is a she is a natural beauty there. She is a natural beauty there. You go from this from this to that? Brutal. Like, here she is in material, girl. She was gorgeous, dude. Naturally, be- you popped out of the womb. Yeah, like- that, I mean, that is, that. I love that type of photography, black and white, you know. Just real, a natural beauty. Just gorgeous. And it, it's really unfortunate, man. It is. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Lonely Fans, play the sad music. <laughs> Lee Jensen, a little Botox can help tons of people. Some don't know when to stop. Seriously. Like, I'm like for aging wrinkles, smile lines, like all the stuff that people use Botox for. I'm good with that. I don't hate that. It's guys like George Santos, like bros. What do, what do you need Botox for, dude? You don't. It's wild to me. Now, maybe he had his smile lines removed. Maybe he had his forehead stuff removed. You're going to look great in a prison cell, dude. Cause that's where he's going. Yes, you did. Yes, you wild. did. Wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, Mark Hale says, say goodbye, Jake. OG Gary says, 7 a.m. Yes, sir. 6 a.m. Pacific tomorrow, 7 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Don't forget, we're off next week. And again, before we get out of here, I will remind you, the advocates at theadvocates.com. Um, they are raising money for families that can't afford the holidays who are less fortunate than all of us. I'm asking you, man, $5, just send them $5 and say Monty Thanksgiving. That'd be great. Hit them on Venmo advocates, donations, advocates, donations on Venmo until tomorrow morning at six Pacific nine Eastern. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.